city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zolara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfuel Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 35. Alrighty. So, when last we left our heroes of Corvosa, uh, you had been told that there was a Shawante force coming in to reenact their version of the Great Fire. Yeah. Um, and, wonder of wonders, Vendra Ligari has cured the Blood Veil. Yay! Sort of. <laughs> sort of in the worst way possible. Well, it solves the symptoms, that's like half the job done, so she's she's 50% further than anyone else. Shame that we'll end up with a bunch of people dead. Uh, so, it is the middle of the night, um, literally like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, we were standing on a beach in Gatefoot. We just got told how many people we saved with it. Yes. Yeah, but saved from the front, say. Yeah. Because we'll put the security situation on the control. Oh. Which I believe was 195, but can't look up if required. Yeah, and it was several generations of saving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was certainly around there. It might have been 197 or something like that, but. Mm. Um. So, the question is what we want to do now. We could, um... Go and break into the lab. Yeah, we could go and break into the lab, but if it, if there might be vampires down there, after dawn might be a smarter time. But there won't there be people after dawn. Depends, like, I guess, just um, directly after dawn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No? I guess, um, yeah. Yeah, if we go for... Before the humans get up, and after it's at least daylight outside, it's a slightly safer time to fight vampires, because then we can run out into the day if we're really getting killed. So we are expecting Adam at some point substantively later, depending on when he gets off work for the session. So if you want to go and do breaking and entering, well, Garen stares blankly at the walls. (laughs) Now's as good a time as any. Well, I don't, I don't think Garen would have a problem with this in this case. Do you have the ability to sense undead? Um, yes. Today, yeah. right now. Almost certainly not. I yeah. think I have to keep Dundee up, but I don't have it. Yeah, it's a cleric spell. Yeah, like, yeah what it. I'm asking is, does she have it right now? No, mm. I don't. I don't routinely. Okay. If I know, like, if, when we went on to the underground caverns, I believe I had it up then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to know if you, if you prepared it today. And I don't routinely prepare it. So you can't detect. Uh, oh, well, here's an Adam. There we are. We'll let him participate in our discussions about what we're going to do now. Uh-huh. Adam, do you have any abilities to be able to sense undead? Uh, I can sense evils. That's as close as I get. 
Okay. How does Shin's evil work? Can it go through walls? Of a certain thickness, depending on what it's made out of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we could do that. Generally speaking, you you would assume it would probably go through your standard door. Yeah. It won't go through the earth into a basement from standing outside, for mm-hmm. example. Remember when we were down in the uh, catacombs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm, what we're doing is we're seeing whether or not we break into the basement and see if there's vampires there. Okay, um, so it's um. It's currently about one in the morning. We're standing outside Gatefoot, having just um, driven off to Shantae. Mm-hmm. So the question is, do we go break into the basement now, go break into the basement just after dawn, or, say, go home, get some sleep, um, wake up late in the morning, prepare spells, and come up with a fresh plan in the morning? Or any other ideas that people propose. I think night time is a bad time to break into a basement that might be full of vampires. Yes, I quite agree. I'd rather have Sarah raised back in time to fight vampires. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, there's a good chance that there's going to be a proper vampire in that basement. Because mm. uh, the proper vampire is, uh, is an alchemist. Yeah, I think it's unlikely. Yeah, I don't yeah, think... He'll have something to do with it. There's a yeah, he's, he's almost certainly sponsoring this effort. Yeah, but but all he has to do is provide either the chemical or the recipe. Yeah. And it, it, there may not even be any vampires in this basement. We're just a bit suspicious because it's dark. And, and, um, and it's a comparatively minute amount of stuff that's been supplied. You're talking about probably something literally the size of a couple of shavings of soap. Mm. in each vial, so if she makes a hundred vials, that's using up some of the size of a bar of soap. Yeah. So, mm. like, in a random normal backpack, he could really supply enough to do yeah. a, a thousand potions without blinking. Mm. So the other thing we could do that we talked about was go to the green market, the lady who runs the green market, and say, knock this stuff off. But I'm thinking, given what we know about, we, we want to see if there's any vampires and take them out and, you know... I wonder if, like, can we make a citizen's arrest? We are not working for the um, What's, what's no. the law? What's the law for breaking and entering? <laughs> Don't. Uh, it, that would be illegal. Okay. Um, so technically, we should we should talk to authorities before we break yeah. and enter. At most, we've got a case of fraud. I mean, a pretty serious case of fraud. We've also got so. a case of public endangerment because she's selling something that... Yeah, I know, that's what we'd be arguing with. There's mm. a case for breaking and entering. But I, think, should... I think the Queen won't look kindly on it. It's just a question of whether, now that we're not guards, we can actually arrest her and drag her off to the guard. Mm. We could definitely tell Eliosa that she could direct the physicians. Uh... The physicians don't deal with this. Depending on which one of of two laws were Shanghai to fit this situation, Mm -hmm. it's either fraud, which is, um, you know, she's selling something that doesn't work, Mm -hmm. which, you know, she would be selling several things that would be sold under... um, They, it yeah. works, just it's under false pretenses. Uh, puffery, that's the word they use for it. Where puffery is the, is the word that's used for when people should expect that the advertising isn't true. So, for example, Lucy was in there in store 
that she's selling several perfumes, you know, guaranteed to bed any man of your choice. Mm. Which, it's kind of obvious that they don't do any such thing. They make you smell nice. Yeah. You know, they're not super psychic, sexy mind control. That's the like, oh, effect. <laughs> like uh, Ribena with the vitamin C. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but they didn't know. Yes, they do. <laughs> they were enforcing uh, it with, with vitamin C, but they didn't know they were getting rid of it in the process. No, they knew. Ergo, um, you know... The, the, if her normal perfume is sold like that, it wouldn't be really criminal in any way. It's just a part of advertising and marketing. Selling the cure to blood veil like that is a much more serious Considering thing. Considering the would, fact that people are dying because of it. That would definitely be fraud. Now, if you're claiming that she's doing it to intentionally spread the blood veil, that's now punishable by torture to death. Yeah. Based on the Queen's proclamation when she sent yeah. the physicians out. Uh, anyone... Anyone impeding or distracting the duties of the Queen's physicians or the Grey Maidens is punishable by imprisonment. Impersonating a Queen's physician is death. Harboring the infected or hiding them is death. Purposefully split it, spreading the blood veil is torture to death. Mm-hmm. It's taken pretty damn seriously. Mm. We've definitely got a case of um, interfering with the physicians because she's hiding the symptoms. Mm. Yeah, you could all you could you could tweak it to be hiding the infected or purposefully spreading the blood veil. Mm. Purposefully spreading the blood veil is probably a little strong mm. because the the uh, treatment she's giving do not give you blood veil. <coughs> hiding the and infected. And also, she's though. trying yeah. to. She thinks she's healing people. Well, no, 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 she does. No, she doesn't think she's healing. We have people. to. No, we don't have. Not. We don't have proof yet. Yeah, you she you may, are purely she, extrapolating her motives. Yeah. yeah, she may say that she believed it did that based on mm. the results. But yeah. the thing is that, um, <coughs> based on Jack's professional um, criminal uh, pr- professional street magician expertise, you don't have someone you can pick out from the crowd who's a shill, who's a paid guy when you you're um, when you know that your product is legitimate. Yeah, but based he on... had he had legitimate blood veil though. No, he didn't. That he was, did. That was fake. The, the no, no, he probably yeah. had low stage blood veil. But yeah. she didn't actually pick someone randomly out from the crowd no, and cure no. his blood veil. She yeah. had a she had a pale. She had a shell. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't know what's going on. That just means that she had somebody that, that Yeah, getting getting somebody intentionally infected with blood veil in the city at this time would be pretty easy. Like yeah. If you wanted a shield to actually get blood veil, there's a whole bunch of places he could go to intentionally expose himself to the disease. Mm. You know, you'd have to be an idiot to do it. Yeah. But if you thought there was a miracle cure... Mm. But the thing is, my assessment, based on my very high last mm. uh, street magician role, is yes, she does know. She uh-huh. know. I don't know how much she knows. I don't know if she knows that it mask the symptoms or um, to what extent she's culpable. Mm. But this is not a woman who believes she's genuinely healing the sick. Okay. Um, my, my, well, Mordell's interpretation, Silver's interpretation, is that she's been given pieces to make a, a cure, and she's been given all of the, the, the means to make a cure for dead sheep, and she thinks that she's making a cure, and she's just she's advertising it in a way that she knows that she'll get lots of profit from it. I don't think she's a good person. I think she wants to make lots and lots of prof- 
from it, and I think she is. I don't think she necessarily knows what it's doing. I think she thinks that she's curing people. So she's she's clearly intentionally adding sugar, cheap perfume, and river water yeah. to the mix, and has to know those things will do nothing other yeah. than swell water the volume and ta- make it taste good. Yeah. But any any marketing person would do that. So yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. Pride. In, in any, you, you don't even need to be an alchemist to realize that adding that does nothing. Yeah. You do need to be a pretty good alchemist to realize what the the, the green soap stuff that's going into it does. Yeah. So either she's a good alchemist and knows, or she's a terrible alchemist, which is also entirely possible, and is just fancying it up. Well, we won't know her motive until we talk yeah. to her. We need to find a motive to catch up with her. And- we don't know if she knows or doesn't know. There's a good chance that she doesn't know and she's just peddling something that she thinks is a character. No, 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 I'm, and, I'm no. Jack. And oh, are... no, no, I get, I get you what, what you're saying, but there is still that element of doubt that she doesn't know what she's peddling. And in in least, your mind, there is an element of doubt. That's there are not at least six other, other people, people working, in, working in and around her shop. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, most mm. of whom appear to definitely be innocent. Yeah. At least one shop assistant and at least four bravos. Would Gar and and I'll be quite happy to make a whole civilization check if need be. What is, is Cressidia, who's the head of the guard? Cressidia is the field marshal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, what Cressidia would need to legally make an arrest, arrest on this person? Um, in terms of arresting her for fraud, You've probably already got it. Yep. Mm. Um, it would it would probably be best to go back and procure a sample that you haven't taken to pieces and therefore interfered with. Right. Um, at which point, the, the thing is, she's unlikely to take your word for it in the sense that if Lucy walks in and says, this is bad alchemy, Priscilla is going to immediately arrest her. But if Lucy walks in and says, this is bad alchemy, you should, you know, get somebody who isn't me, a random third party, to test this. Yeah. Which yeah. will produce the same results because any good alchemist looking at this will draw the same conclusions you have, Lucy. Mm. Yeah. Um, like your unsustained word is not enough, but you can easily hand over yeah. evidence yeah. because it's trivial to acquire. Yeah. And yeah. there's enough alchemists in the city it's, that it's they the, can. The thing is, the guard have never gotten around to looking at this because literally a report has never been brought to them to say that it's. How fake. long has it been going around? This cure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you do not know, I don't think. Um, at least a couple of days, because Ishani Dutra got word of it at the, um, at the First Bank of Abadar and brought word to Flora and said, I don't know, you know, if this is legit, then yay, if not, we, we kind of want to know about it. Mm. So, Maybe we want to go back to Ashani then. No. No. Because we don't want to call in the authorities and ask them to look into this. The authorities are pretty stretched, and we really want to take care of ourselves if the vampire is involved. Hmm. Ashani asked us to look into it. Yeah. He doesn't have a whole bunch of Abadarian goons he can just call on. They're pretty strict, just at the bank. His Abadarian goons are the corporation guard. Yeah. <laughs> and no, the guard are pretty busy. So we could go into, we could go into the basement at dawn, see what's there... And then possibly wait for a sh- wait for her to come down and have a private. If, if there's no scary vampires in the basement, wait for her to come down and have a private word with her. Yeah, I mean breaking into her house is a pretty aggro start, but I don't know how else to get round like the guards and do it before the hordes of people come. Under normal circumstances, 
you you could just accuse her of fraud and sooner or later the guard would get round to looking at it. But, as Helen says, they're stretched across the board because mm-hmm. they're trying to maintain an entire... They'd need to prove that she was doing fraud before they jumped to it. Which you have kind of already done yeah. with the alchemy test. And yeah. while your unsustained word is not enough for them to arrest her, you've certainly done enough good... You have certainly have a, a standard... Ah, excuse me, a, a reputable enough reputation with Cressidia that she'd certainly look at it as yeah. a, you know, if you come to her and say, this woman is spreading a fake cure, she's not going to immediately arrest her, but she's damn sure going to look at it. Mm. But we could come to her and say, this woman's spreading a fake cure and bring what's her name? What's the woman's name? Cressidia? Nindra? No. The N- alchemist? N- we could bring Nindra and a sample of the... Uh, a fresh sample, one that hasn't been alchemied to death. There's an entire shop full of them. The, and the main reason behind that is less mm. that um, Crisidia wouldn't trust Lucy's word and more. There's nothing stopping you bringing her a bunch yeah. of pieces that you've put a lot of cyanide in and then going, look, it's full of cyanide. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, break in at dawn, check out the basement, and then track down Nindra and have a word with Vendra. her. Vendra. Vendra. Sorry, Vendra, and have a word with her. She says, looking at the guy who's a lawful good. You can have her many if you desire. She looks reputable. I've done more breaking and entering um, with this party and the cause of good than I um, did as a thief. <laughs> <laughs> because I was a pickpocket, not, not a I haven't done more stealing, but I've done more breaking and entering. I mean, we don't want to fight the way through her and her six innocent guards. Mm-hmm. And we really don't want to get into a mob situation with a whole bunch mm-hmm. of innocent Blood Veil civilians. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Dawn, I mean, not, if it wasn't for the vampire situation, I'd say middle of the night. Yeah. But as it is, I'm thinking Dawn. Yeah. Dawn. Okay. Yeah, and that's the reason okay. why Garrett is okay with this, Susan. Mm-hmm. Powers of the sun... Vampires. <laughs> I know, but they're still breaking and entering, and you don't know that there is definitely vampires. No, no, this is br- practically a crusade for him. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, because he fine. believes that there will be vampires. Yes, yeah. there's certainly good chance. I have faith. <laughs> um, so the other thing is, so basically we've got like five hours. Um, so we could like rent a room around here and get some sleep here. I don't think there's any point going across town to our beds because by the time we get up there and try and get some sleep and then come back, we'll be talking like two hours sleep. Mm. Particularly as you're like probably forty minutes walk from the green market at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, like nearest. You're here. Yeah. Green markets here. There's very little point in all going home yeah, yeah. and then coming back. Oh, and what I was, what yeah. I was thinking is the green market is right near. I know Susan. I know Silver hates it, which is understandable. Sense. But where Silver used to sleep, we could yeah. potentially yeah. get yeah. rent a room and an Yeah, yeah, and just um, get not really a night sleep, but a couple of hours kept. It's probably several um, by the hour in. Yeah, not really in this neighborhood. It must be. Yeah, we are we might be at the top. We might might look several different rooms rather than one room for all of us because that just kind of says keeping (laughs) in a troubling way. That says adventurers. We're looking to save our coffers. True. Okay. Anyway, so that's my suggestion: is rent a local room, get a couple of hours, like a tiny bit of rest. 
and um, then sort of get up at five, walk up to the green market, break in at six. Uh, before we go and have our nap, Karen yep. uh, will, no. will ask Flora if uh, she's still able to uh, make holy water. Um, yeah, I still have this water. Well, if we're going to, if there may be vampires down there, it might be helpful to have some holy water on us. I thought we already had some holy water. Yeah, I thought we already had some holy water. Oh, mind you, we might have used that up with the vampires. Uh, Does anyone have any holy water? I have one flask. I have three flasks. I have one. I can spread out some. I can spread out some. like we actually already have some holy water. Um, Does people want a a Uh, flask? Well, maybe um, if urine has um, three, maybe Garen could um, collect one, could have one. I have three. I have one. Oh, okay. Maybe um, uh, Silver could give Garen one. Ah, no, no, that's all good. I just think for the rest of the party. Um, okay. water. No, I just, I have one, so. You don't my want my, my, my question was, does anyone have any silver sheet? <laughs> that stuff's yeah. expensive. Yeah. You still have some? Yeah. I, I have a silver weapon. I have a silver weapon now, so I'm fine. Okay, sweet. That's so. alright. That's all good. Then I'm content with that. We've got. Then we are. Then we seem like we. Because we. You know, we didn't know we might find vampires tonight, but we didn't know we'd find vampires in the I am now perpetually so. prepared for the undead. Yeah, we, we, that last fight. Yeah, we have, we have some emergency <laughs> silver plan. So, what, what is silvered? Uh, my hippie flail. Oh, nice. Because I, I didn't like skeletons. Yeah. Skeletons did not yeah. do well without bludgeoning. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, a bludgeoning, a, a, a silvered bludgeoning weapon is yeah. simply a vampire, a vampire friendly, um, yeah. Unfriendly. Yeah, situation. I am going to hurt something. <laughs> Alrighty. Again, okay, so. That's to Bard's End. To Bard's End yeah. for a few hours as a brief kip. Yep. I can give you the fancy description of this, but I'd have to look at it in the book again. Yeah. It's, it's the big. It's a big, big hotel style inn. Mm-hmm. Um, you have no difficulty procuring rooms at this time of night. There is someone always on staff at the Bard's, Bard's End. It's only two o'clock in the morning, so at least half of the uh, singing rooms have been, the bardic rooms have been shut down. The performance rooms, rather. They have basically several common rooms all off the same inn, but half of them are still going, because half of them just go 24-7. Yeah, poor Um, bards. Those are the ones that don't sleep. Anyone who has moderate income can afford to sleep here with ease. Yeah. Uh, anyone else is going to actually have to pay out their three gold pieces. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. If, if, if Dakota wants to, no, to okay. sleep, sleep at the bar's end, then I'll offer it's if he wants to come with us. You know, I presume so. that you don't yeah. desperately want him to be running around with this this vendor. No, no, no. Stuff. I'm just yeah. offering if he wants to stay the night because it's a short walk. Yeah. He says, "No, I'm I'm good. I'll head for I'll head for home." I think. You were amazing, Nakoda. Yeah. I can't believe you're dashing off into some other bad thing. <laughs> uh, I, I better get home and just send the Corvosa Choir back as well. Yeah, they did great as well. You guys were awesome tonight. What you're up to sounds like <laughs> hero business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. One for you two, please. And one of Jared's point quality erasers. Yeah. Alright, I pay my three money. 
Yes, I do have pain. I am moderate, so I don't need to pay. The rooms here are very well insulated and very comfortable. This is is nice quality stuff. This is like a four and a half, the equivalent of a four and a half star hotel. This is what I really wanted to be in when I was living down in this area. People on... Yep. Hong Shu. Hong but no spells back, Hong Shu. Yeah. You you probably won't wake up on your own given the relative time, but you can actually literally leave a request with staff, wake us up at five thirty PM or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well Garen uh, yeah. wake everyone yeah. up. Yeah, five thirty PM might be a bit late for yeah. the Garen so wake Garen wakes with the dawn. Yeah. And yeah, but, the high but you actually want to wake before dawn, don't you? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's the tricky. <laughs> Garrett, Just before Saren Ray is all like. <sighs> so, you know, at sort of five thirty precisely, there are polite knocks on your doors. Staff wake you up. Yeah. You know? yeah. If you wanted to be woken earlier to have breakfast, you can have breakfast. Um, you can be woken at sort of five fifteen to have breakfast beforehand. Seeing I'm paying my three gold, I need yeah. to get my money's worth. <laughs> well, then, Miss, come to, come this way. Come this way to the breakfast room. Where there is a breakfast performance going on. Oh, excellent. Which is, you know, like soft, sort of gentle, yeah. light music. Oh, thank goodness. As opposed to some of the hard rock that goes on in the hard rock room yeah. at 11. It's usually silver playing it. Alright. And then you head back to Lavender's Luxuriant Liniments. Jack is yawning. After we take care of this evil woman, we're going to go and get some more sleep. Real sleep. Proper sleep. Well, except possibly Garen, who might be fine, but the rest of us can have more sleep. And can everyone in the party now give me a luck check? Oh, no. Seven. Seventeen. Seven. Eighteen. Okay. So there's two sevens. Is um, you two roll off? Possibly. Do you no, want no, 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 two seventies, two sevens. No, I, I'm looking for the party's luck as a whole. Oh, oh dear. okay. So when you get there, um, there is a line. Oh, it is a very small line, maybe a dozen people, most of whom have bedrolls with them and look like they have sort of camped out here. The shop is not open by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Um, the <laughs> Brunsk appears to be sleeping at the front door in a bedroll. Oh. <laughs> literally, literally across the doorstep. Oh. I don't think it's a very good job. Um. Brunsk has good job. <laughs> and there are a dozen people here who are, you know, mostly still asleep or milling around, you know, giving themselves up for the day or whatever, but they're clearly waiting in line for the shop to open. Alright, I think this is as good as it's going to get. So Jack is going to go around the back way and look at breaking into Vedra's personal house, because when I cased the joint yesterday, I discovered there was a route into her personal house. And we'll be yes. down an alley somewhere? Yep. Okay, yeah. now... I should pause here briefly while I remember something, um, which was people were asking about um, uh, what are the likelihood that the Shawante would be invading the city at the at the same night that the guards would be distracted off elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> you also you you it must be said walking back to the bards in here did not see many if any guards on the street so clearly they were off doing something just like yeah. as predicted Yeah. Uh, so people were asking what are the odds of that happening 
Um, it must be part of some sinister plot somewhere, otherwise it's poor quality storytelling. Uh, I'm going to put my hand up and and take the penalty flag here. That's entirely on me GMing. Uh, When your characters go looking into this in the next downtime, which I imagine you will, you will be able to pretty easily find out that it just appears to be coincidental timing. Susan was right! Mm -hmm. Because my other alternative is that I have to ascribe the Sinister Masterminds a whole bunch of powers to manipulate the show on day as well. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, they already have enough backstage manipulation going on. No, it is, Thank you for clarifying it is, that. It is purely by narrative coincidence that the two events have occurred on the same night. Yeah. Coincidentally moving the guard out of the way so they couldn't mm. help you with the show on day. Yeah. Yeah. So you may wave your penalty flags at the GM appropriately. No, Many of the good. plots are good, they can't all be worse. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. I think it's just no, that but people are trying to look around I, for the I'm Yes, yes, which is why I'm telling you to knock it on the head, because yeah. I don't want the players to be poking around looking for machinations that aren't there and getting really yeah. confused when they can't find them. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it doesn't suggest that your adversaries are far more clever than it appears. <laughs> it's purely narrative coincidence. Now, yeah. that said... Uh, the King of Spiders dying, getting sick, dying, whatever, is actually, you know, obviously a thing. Yeah. And Tanith obviously knew it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Preemptively warned yeah. you. Yeah. There just isn't necessarily a direct correlation between the Shawante struck on that yeah. night because yeah. they knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was because they have to travel across the desert, and that yeah, takes yeah. time. And, and again, your characters will discover this. <laughs> like, you know, as soon as you get down time, you go poking around, and you can discover yeah, there's yeah. no apparent link. It must just be coincidence. Yeah. Sweet. All good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we move we moves along, and yep. Jack is going to have a look at this um, lock, at this the lock on the door to the door into Vedra's personal personal area. Yep. Which will mean that we need various. Um, we need to actually, you know, burgle this place in yeah. daylight, which is going to be a bit taxing. Okay, so you've got and with actual guards on the other side of the building. So yeah. you're you're endeavouring to break into her apartment as opposed to her shop. Yes, because mm-hmm. it's much less heavily guarded. Okay, can you give me a open lock, disable device, whatever the hell it is now? Last me. Thank you. Play lookout. Um, so I think. Alley. Yeah, I think. Um, Based on how we did it the last yeah. time, Lucy will be my lookout, and the, yeah. three of you, um, the three of you can be in an alley a little further back. Sounds good. Because yeah. we're loud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you that's mostly for them. Yeah. yeah. So, Rilsk is sleeping outside on the front step. There's no immediate sign of the other four guards that were here. Yeah. But Lucy can make an independent stealth check, mm. and that yeah. is a skill yeah. I appreciate in a woman. Alright, that is a 22 on the last me check. Okay, so you easily, you look at this lock, you know, it's okay quality for what it is, nothing particularly stunning. Mm-hmm. You lean down with a couple of quick seconds, in go the picks, there's a small clunk, and you open up the building. Alright, so at this point I will beckon, I will open the door and have a little peek and check that there's nobody standing in whatever room this is, kitchen or whatever. Perception check. Ooh. There will be a person sleeping. Uh, yeah, but probably not in the, the immediate room, but maybe she's up early. That is a 13 on the perception check. Okay. Uh, sorry, 12. Okay, so... I'll just check the associated DC for that. You can 
might not be seeing something, it might be hearing something. Or smelling something. Mm. This is perfumery. Okay. So, the first thing you notice is that this apartment mm. smells beautiful. Ah. Aesthetics. <laughs> it is a lovely mix of sort of, you think maybe vanilla and sandalwood combining? Um, which literally appears to come from there's no burning incense sticks or anything or oils or anything it appears to be perfume like your guess would be that maybe the curtains or the cushions or something like that in here are actually perfumed Um, and what you can see is this place is nice delicate wall hangings there are artistically shaped candles in various sculptures and things uh uh, there is a table in the middle of the room that you can see. You're, it's not a big apartment. You're basically breaking in immediately to her main lounge, is where this door is going. Mm. Um, there's a table which has a very nice porcelain-looking tea service. And um, you know what a hookah is? Yes. One of those yeah. big... That's from the last game. Yeah, yeah. There is an exotically curved hookah no one's sitting so, on Not the as well as Susan, well. but I don't know. <laughs> uh, there is a door, two doors coming off it, very slightly ajar, and no sign of anyone immediately sitting in this room staring at you, and you do not see or hear anything that gives you any further there information. There is no animals okay, looking so, up at um, you. I um, will nod to Lucy and beckon, and basically the deal is, because I will have briefed you guys on this, yeah. that when you guys see Lucy coming in, you should come in as quickly and quietly as you can manage. <laughs> Okay. Lucy, as soon as you walk into the apartment, you recognise slightly more that's out of Jack's wheelhouse. Ah. Um, this place is designed to look like the salon, which is the, the sort of receiving room, right. of a high-ranking Chalish noblewoman. It uh-huh. isn't. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's the knockoff brand version, but right. that's what she's modelled it off. If you walked into a, pal- a Chalish palace, or even several of the finer noble houses around here... Yours looked like this once upon a time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it would look like, but this is sort of the imitation brand. Yeah. Right. The yeah. off-brand version. The veneered version. Yeah. No key. Mm. So you, Lucy makes her way inside. Yep. The others follow her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Do we? Is actually someone on guard, albeit he's asleep at the front door. So I am going to call for your stealth check here, Jack. Yeah. So I will I will be beckoning everyone in with yep, yep. the... You, you can yeah. utilise Hush for this purpose. Yep. Okay, so I get an 18 and then subtract whatever floor... Is. So hang on. Yeah, uh, which you will succeed with ample ease. Okay, so... Brunsk is asleep. He's, yep. he's on the other side of... That's the front door out there. Yeah. You know where he is. But he's A, on the other side of the door, and B, asleep. Yep. Yeah. When you listen closely, you hear this slight mumble of good at job. Alright. I feel so bad for him. Once everybody's inside, I will shut but not lock the door. Yep. So that um, the burglary is a trifle less obvious from the street. Yep. And your um, your stealth check will ride until you change the situation. Cool. Alright, so, um, so it's a minus four because some of you are bigger than me, which mm-hmm. is... So that's an 18. Minus four is 14... Um, minus whatever yeah. floor is our check is. As in, you have succeeded at stealthing your way past anyone who is currently able to oh. perceive you. Okay, alright, that's alright. You will need to make another stealth check if you start smashing glass things in here, or fighting vampires. Or anything of that nature. Okay, what we want to do now is look for a basement. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. while I'm what look for a basement laboratory, you know, which is probably relatively accessible, um, yeah. but just by walking around and looking at the downstairs rooms, and while Jack is leading the way because she's activated the hush, Garen is right behind her doing his Warby Wear a Basements thing. Also, Lucy to tell me where I'm. Warby Wear a Basements thing. He's got this stone. Jack believes he has some kind of mystical underground powers after the last time. I would too. <laughs> that was some pretty leap things. So, I, I also might. think Nakoda is one of the world's best archers. <laughs> I might just doodle this briefly to make sure everyone's got a clear understanding of what you're looking at. Here. Sounds great. So, poor quality pen. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they should be close together, but obviously close up. So, you're in Vendra's apartment. Yep. The shop is out here. Bronska's actually out here. There's a little corridor going between yeah, them, yeah. not the enormously lengthy one I've done. And, but there's a reason I've drawn it like that. Jack, your theory is that there is a basement... Connecting the two. One that must be accessible by the shop and very likely accessible by the apartment as well, between cool. them, between them and underneath. Alright, uh, so. It I'm, is not obvious. Well, actually, yeah, that we wasn't your assessment, that, that was Lucy's wall. assessment. Yeah, but I, I'm trusting Lucy's assessment. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I am going to look for a basement. Yeah, so you'd be talking about, um, not necessarily a secret door, but like a trap door or, yeah. you know, it could be stairs leading down from an obvious door. Yep, so. Searching the place, possibly just looking around, possibly actually rolling a search check, depending on how hard this is. So is this a perception or a a search? Uh, It will be search, but for the moment, Jack, you do the extremely obvious searching. Yeah. You move to the two doors that are slightly ajar and just poke your head through and look at them. Um, One room here is a kitchen. Um, It has this lovely framed picture on it. that is Her Majesty Queen Iliosa of Corvosa. Huh, interesting. It's like, you, you know, they, they sell them in mass, but it's mm. one of her official portraits of her smiling and looking beautiful and in full queen regalia with her crown on with the big red ruby in it and all this sort of thing. And it's set up in a place of prominence in the kitchen. Her kitchen's a little pokey thing, sort of vaguely like ours if you cut off the end of it. Mm. Um, and, you know, nothing untoward in the kitchen. At a glance, when you look in the next room, this is a bedroom. Um, there is a, again, what looks to Jack like a sort of four-poster antique bed with a beautiful purple sheet and heavily laden pillows all over it. Lucy, if you looked at this, you'd go, yeah, but not actually an antique, a second-hand knockoff. Yeah. And there's a big lump in it. Ah, sweet. And uh, you can see the back of a woman's head. I was going to say, so that's... that's the and it's presumed, you know, same haircut as Vendor, I presume yeah. you're not going to go over and investigate her seriously, but at a glance from the door, it appears she's asleep in bed. Yeah, she's she's our next priority after we locate the basement laboratory, although whether we want to actually wake her up or just wait for her to wake up is a decision we can make yeah. once we solve the basement laboratory problem. But yeah. what we want to do, step one, is are there basement yeah. in her basement? Because if she's actually under thrall, then... I might be more convinced by Silver's theory that she might not be guilty. Is that the door banging? It it looks pretty sharp. Okay, all good. I heard the thunk, but I don't know. Um, Might have been the gant. So, that being the case, uh, there is no obvious door going down to the basement. Now you will need to search. Yay! 
Um, so four skulls. Oh, natural uh, 20. Yay. 24. Oh, I just okay. rolled crappy. Yeah. 24 for me. That Alaska it is not. It no. is wood. Ah, oh, well. I got me too. Your dwarven senses tell you it's wood. Alright, uh, Jack is too paranoid burglaring this house with all the big people to concentrate on searching properly. Yeah, but she got 22, I got 24. Fortunately, she has some people along who are actually quite good at this sort of thing. Maybe right. we spot it at the same time. Spot, uh, uh, 11. Uh. I'm just looking for likely place for I, 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 I can get distracted to, at, by floorboard creakings and things okay. keep going so to people. Lucy, I'll, I'll give this one to Lucy, actually, yeah. I think. So, Lucy, what you were looking for is things that are out of place in this room, and specifically what you're looking for is things that aren't here. And it should have a grand piano, because every good Chelyax home <laughs> has one, whether people can play it or not. Yeah. Obviously, this apartment is too small to actually possess such a thing. But there should be like a may in the absence of being able to have a piano, you might have a big harpsichord yes. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was that. thinking a big harp. But but over there in about that corner is the perfect place for such a big heavy instrument to sit and there isn't one. Like it would be really inconvenient to drag it out of the way all the uh-huh. time. So when you go over there, um, you see the carpet on that side is not actually nails to the floor and wall at all. In fact it looks like it's designed to be pulled back. And when you pull it back, there nice. is a perfectly ordinary wooden trapdoor there. Okay. I saw that too. I get, I let, so yeah, but you didn't see it via grand piano-ness. You saw it via the I, bump in the yeah. carpet. I, I let check, um, yep. check it out because I don't yeah. know if it's so I, I, door I, I, I move up. Tra- <laughs> That's spotting no sheets silver. All right, and Jack will go over and examine this trapdoor for traps, alarms. Yeah. Give Locks. me a search check followed by a perception check. Ooh. Okay, the search check is a 19. The perception check is an 18. Okay. So <laughs> you are reasonably confident that there are no traps on this on this trap door. It's not even locked or bolted. Cool. Um, nor is there a bolt on the outside. And obviously there wouldn't be one on the inside because <laughs> there'd be no way of opening it from this side. It's designed to be hidden, but pretty easily accessible. She yeah. must go up and down here several times a day. Um, and when you listen carefully at it, um, you can hear from below a slight... <laughs> snoring of some kind from down there. Alright, so um, I will relay this to the others. Did vampires snore? What if she's got a perfectly ordinary accomplice? you got to breathe to snore, so no. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you would, would know that based on your previous experiences. So if she's got an accomplice down there, do we want to pinch him or her or both together? Vampires sleep like the dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> surprise, surprise. All right. Um, do we have any medical Could be another card. I could always produce manacles. Uh, <laughs> if you wish to use your favourite preparation <laughs> manacle slot. Yeah, yeah, you didn't use it for anything else. Yes, uh, if we call it the manacle slot. Yeah, it, 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 could yes. be, it could be another guard. I'm just thinking if... Do we want to go down there and see if... And rumble a guard, or do we want to try and put the pinch on Vendra now that we know where her alchemist lab is? Well, the thing is that we don't know it is a guard. How we don't... There's, oh. there's nothing illegal about having an alchemist lab. Yeah, or we even having to, people sleeping in it. Yeah. We need to go up a look. Mm. Alright, but if we... I'm just warning you, if 
we rumble him and he makes a fuss, we're risking the chance that she makes a run for it. Or but, incriminates us. And again, your stealth check is still riding here, because there are, as it turns out, multiple people who could potentially hear you, but all of them are asleep. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've given anyway, them all their perception checks you, when you initially came in. No one's stirring. Anytime yeah. you break into a house, <laughs> that's <laughs> out, Ross. Okay, and given that the party wants to go down to the basement, I will lift the trap door. Yeah, are I mean, you, we don't are have you to worried that she, Are you worried that she's going to run away? Yeah. <laughs> I got some tangle for <laughs> Yeah, for that we need to be upstairs. You open the trap door. There is... Um, what is rather than a rather than a staircase, a sort of low slanting stone ramp going down there? It looks um, to Garin and his stone sensing powers like it's designed for people to relatively easily get big heavy objects up and down here, like barrels full of goop or glass or whatever. Um, Similar to my shop, it is pitch dark down there, unsurprisingly. Yay. And Garin, you can easily see the whole room the moment you take four or five steps down the ramp. So I'll just give you the descriptor blankly, and you. Well, I'll be going first. Anyway. I, I assume yeah, well, that Garin will describe what he can see. To and other given people. it's a pitch dark stone basement, I think yes, Garin. Underground too. You're like Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a moderate sized basement. It's probably about the size of the whole apartment, um, which is not to say it's huge. Um, what you're looking at here is there are a bunch of barrels all around the place. Uh, there are a bunch of how the hell would you possibly know what's in them by looking at them? <laughs> they're labelled. No, no, they're not. <laughs> okay. So there's a bunch of barrels of stuff. They're, they're very explicitly not labelled because she would not label what is in these barrels. Um, so there are a bunch of big, big generic, generic barrels. A couple of stacks of boxes around. Um, one Fake of them, <laughs> one of them is open and is holding dozens and dozens and dozens of those ceramic vials with the magenta lids again, mm-hmm. um, the, the cure, as it were. Um, and then there's a big alchemist's table set up full of beakers and vials and science crap, which, as far as Garin perceives, it looks like any other alchemist table. Um, and there are two guys just down here on the floor in bedrolls, asleep. Do they look vaguely like the other guards? They are two of the thugs that you have seen yesterday. Because oh. they've they've got their outfits and that. Correct. Yeah. Um, they have weapon. They have weapons like sitting on the wall over there, but obviously they're not sleeping with their rapiers belted on and things. Yeah. Okay. I don't see any coffins or anything. Nope. Nothing of the sort. It looks like a, a relatively ordinary alchemist lab slash storeroom. The only thing unusual is that there's a couple of guys sleeping down in here. So Garen backs out and tells us what he sees. Yep. Do you want to grab Jack. one of the vials before you no. go? Uh, Jack proposes shutting the trap door and burgling a vial from the store, which is going to be easier because there's not guards necessarily actually in the store. They're on the outside. I, I keep them. telling you, lass, I could just buy a vial. slightest compunction at all about taking ones out of the basement here. Like, if these guys haven't heard you coming down the rampway, they're not going to hear you taking an additional four steps and removing a small finger-sized vial. You know, Sweet. pinch. if you're pinching the entire crate, there's a small risk you might drop it, but you, you could take two or three of these without blinking. Sweet. Yeah. Jack will take two or three vials, yep. and then in co- co- um, 
the difference to Gar and Sid's abilities will leave two or three gold on the counter. <laughs> it's a small thing. She's going to make something weird out of that. Yep. And um, I will give the vials to Lucy for safekeeping. Okay. And we have now investigated the basement. Yep. I put the trapdoor back down. I now suggest we go and either wake Vedra up or wait for her to wake up. I think we should wait for her to wake up. Why do we want her to wake up? We want to talk to her. Did you forget that part of the plan? It's now 6.15ish. Yeah. Okay, so the plan was we were going to fight any vampires in her basement, and then, oh, I guess arrest her. I figured we'd talk to her first before arresting her. Your theory that we'd just drag her out of here while she's still asleep. (laughs) Well, my theory was we just take this to uh, Cressidia now that we've got something yeah, to show Yeah, I think that's actually better now. Now that we've I got the vials. I want to talk to her. She has... Well, yeah, we can be, we can be there with the guards. Bring her in. No, we can... We can um, yeah, I mean, what what you've gotten out of the breaking and entering at this point is you've proven there aren't a bunch of vampires living in her basement. Which I Getting think, the vials is pretty easy. You could have just yeah, queued yeah, up yeah. and gotten them in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but we know she also has guards in her basement for some reason. Yeah. Well, we know... Maybe she's worried about people breaking in to steal yeah. her shit. Yeah. Although, clearly not in our case, because, you know, I, I can put that lock back and it'll be like we were never here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's basically because we didn't like to buy them more than one lock. More than one vial and getting through the huge blood veil crowd yeah. is there. Honestly, her having guards in here doesn't seem that unreasonable when you consider that she yeah. probably took in 500 gold yesterday. Yeah. And also the guards are just going to be waking up and going on patrol immediately as soon as they wake and up. And particularly if she's, if she's genuinely got the magic formula for the cure yeah. down in here. What do you think, Flora? I think we should talk to her. Yeah. We, need to, we need to know uh, At least. That's the other thing too. Is um, it? W- I will call for another stealth roll if you start poking any further and just palming those vials out of the open container. But these barrels or crates or whatever would, if if this is where she's making the cure, very likely contain the other ingredients. Yeah, the, the yeah. active ingredient. And um, no, we can get potentia- potentially get more information from looking at it. Uh, yeah. I don't quite know <laughs> what you'd do with that piece of information, but I'm thinking in terms of, for example, you could prove it was here by looking for it. You could actually walk off with her stocks, depending on how many there are and all that sort of thing. Um, I'm not advocating any of these as a plan. I'm yeah. just making it clear that based on your understanding of how she's doing this all the ingredients to brew this cure must be sitting in mass in this basement. And she must spend some time actually mixing and curing it. Obviously, at some point she sleeps. That point is 6.15 in the morning. Yeah. I would like to talk to her, and I think we should arrest her ourselves, not dump it on the overworked guard's plate so that she doesn't keep peddling this to another day's worth of several hundred people. If she has any sense, the first thing she's going to do on waking up and seeing us is yell, guards, guards. Yeah, I mean... Well, we could knock her... Jack, come, fishes out her step. We could knock her out. That's kidnapping us. No, it's making a citizen's arrest. (laughs) It's chaotic neutral. (laughs) Oh, I feel a lawful good is quite good. (laughs) What's wrong with that? (laughs) Well, that's why I'm asking what Flora wants to do. Because I think we all know what Lucy and I want to do. 
you neutral people. And bear in mind that we're having this conversation in whispers, and we don't have an infinite amount of time to have it. Flora thinks we should we we should talk to her. Here. She thinks it's probably better to do it here, because if she's going to give us any information, right. she's more likely to give it to us here than she is when we've pulled her off and arrested her. Can we block the trap door? I was just about to say, can we put something heavy on the trap doors for the guys? Is there something get that's, that's around that we can do to block the trap door? Uh, like the couch. You could use like the table is this fragile sort of you know vaguely fake ivory type thing. The couch is probably the heaviest thing, and here it's not massively heavy. Um, you guys almost certainly have heavier things on your person that you could dump on top of it. Current okay. stand, stand on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Would probably you know having a couple of party members standing on it would probably be yeah. the heaviest thing that you could. But the thing is, if we start. Um, if she does start raising a ruckus, then not only the Bronx outside and the dozen people that are already outside waiting will likely wake up and come and see what's going on. Which is why... Many of those dozen people are already awake. Yeah. 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 So, like, I would like to... So I would like to just have a talk to her. But I don't see how we can have a talk to her here because she'll start raising... Because she'll freak out because we broke into her house and start okay. breaking her as a ruckus. And I don't see how we can get to her to have a conversation with her during the day because she's got so many people coming in and out and we don't want a big mob. I'm like, she'll care to do this one in a vaguely legitimate way. I just don't see how without getting a lot more people killed. Because every person that takes that blood veil is, everybody who takes the fake cure today is, is probably going to suffer. The other option. Oh, Lord. Garen looks very uncomfortable seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> the other option would be to um, confiscate the stock, and that way she can't give any up today. And then the shop will be clear so that we can come in and have a talk to her? Well, that's, that's one thing. Other than that, she may decide to call a supplier and try to get some more. So we can find out where she's getting it from. Aye. That's what we want to find out by talking to her anyway. So. Well, yeah, but if we talk to her, then she'll know that we know. No, we don't need to talk to her. If she, if she, her stock suddenly goes missing, and then she has to get some more from her supplier. We can watch the shop and find out mm. who okay. comes in and out. Yeah. Okay, if you're get... alright to do that, we can give it a go. But fair warning, yeah. it's not going to be all that, it's not going to be all that easy at burglary going to be some big heavy barrels to try and roll out past some well, it may bags. not be that heavy the active ingredient will need tiny yes. so it may not be that big well so we only need to take the active ingredient because the rest of it's perfume and water <laughs> a couple of things here yep so that's a perfectly valid plan I'm just giving you what you need to accomplish it yep. as opposed to telling you not to you would need to steal the existing stock that she has already created yeah of which there's some in this basement it's very possible there's some in the shop as well, yeah, yeah. because there were rows and rows of it there earlier. Um, that would prevent her selling anything today, because it will take her hours to make more. Uh, if you want to stop it, if you want to stop her making any more, then you need to take what I will start referring to as the secret ingredient. Yeah. 
Um, which of which, because you haven't mined the basement, you presently have no idea how much it is, how heavy it is. Right, right. Lucy does not think overly, but it's very possible that she's got forty crates of it now. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, if we can take all the flasks in the shop, take all the flasks in the basement, and have a look for the secret ingredient, the back door's open. If we start raising, if we accidentally raise a ruckus, we can just book. Yeah, yep. perfectly happy with this plan. Okay, let's do it. So, what's the plan, Jack? You're going back down to the basement to. Um, I think I um, would start. I I'm would start have to go down to look for the. I, I was gonna. I was going to start by burgling the shop and removing, endeavouring to remove all the flasks of the cure from the shop. Yeah. Then I was going to try sneaking down to the basement and removing all the flasks of the cure from the basement. Yeah. And then, I, had, having succeeded in both of those, I was going to, with Lucy, look for the active ingredient and try and remove the active yeah. ingredient. If you want to manage other people doing this, you need to physically be in the same place as them to yeah. use your hush. Yeah. So, um, Lucy, of course, does have her own stealth yeah, role. I can roll my own. And, and, I mean, anyone who's worried they'll be too noisy for this can literally just step outside the door. Yeah. It's not like it's going to, you know, that puts you 15 feet away from any source of conflict, so it's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I think, uh, what about if we do it as a team? Yeah. Because I think, it's, so it's staying. Yeah, and, I think we do it as a team. Yeah, so, um, in, I think our two clanky people can watch the door and the trap door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lucy, Silver, and I can go into the shop, obtain all the files of the cure, and put them carefully into our bags, and then head down to the basement and try for taking the flasks yeah. of the How cure much out time there. Do you just know? walk out with the boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah just take the boxes? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So we're just moving all the boxes outside the shop? Well, I presume you're then going to walk away with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Well, I'm not used to burgling on the scale. But there's, there's no reason to individually remove every flask no, no, one no, by no, one no, from no, the no, box no, no, to no. take a thousand flasks. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll step one, we'll get the boxes outside. Yeah, and then okay. we hand them over to the people outside. So, <laughs> does anyone have any bags of holding or anything like that? I really wish I did in this circumstance. Okay. No problem. So, Jack, you have no real difficulty opening the lock. In, you, you just walk down the little corridor. Yeah. Uh, which, I suppose, logically... Let us retcon that there are three doors in here, because yep. one leads to the little corridor. Yeah. Um, you head down to the shop back door, uh, which, honestly, you actually don't need to pick. It's not locked between yep. here and there. There is actually a lock on it in the keyhole, but it's not clicked. Yeah. So you open it. In the shop, there's two more guys sleeping on the floor of the shop. Yeah. Uh, uh. No sign of the shop assistant. Yeah. And um, you walk around the back, and now when you start removing this stuff, I'm going to call for a stealth check. Yep. So um, because Flora and Garen aren't participating in this, can I have stealth at just a minus four? Uh, you, you take stealth at whatever penalty you're taking for these two. Yeah, so that's just yeah. the minus four because they're big. Right. Okay, so that is uh, uh, 15. Curse your sleepiness. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like a minus 10, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. Uh, can you give me another perception check? Uh, that's a 13. Okay. As you... As Silver goes over and picks up one oh, of these... Oh, <laughs> Okay, fine. 
You and leave and Lucy can roll luck. No, 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 that's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm As Silver goes over and picks up one of these crates, you're talking about something that's maybe double the size of this, double the height, double the width, etc., etc. So you're picking it up. As you do so, it turns, and there's just some slight clinks of glass and tinkling noises, nothing alarming. And Jack, you hear at the door a sort of slight roll and a. Bronsk here, bear. Bronsk kill bear. Bronsk is reasonably close to actually hitting that. Right. Not yeah. close enough to actually hit it. Yeah. The other two just sleep straight through it. <laughs> wow. And he's, he's on the outside. He's, actually, he's the man. He's actually a pretty decent guard. He's, yeah. he's got a reasonable perception. Hey, man, I'm super friend. glad he's the one on the outside. I know. <laughs> and you take what are, um, this this would be about 150 vials of the stuff, about 50 to a box. Each of you takes a box, you walk back out. This entire theft takes you 30 seconds to a minute kind of thing. No Sweet. problem. Yeah. You take them outside, you hand them to Garen, who can hold three boxes down. Yeah. <laughs> you go back in, yep. down to the basement, Yep. and this is the one where you're actually going to have to poke around, because yep. there's an open box that they're just taking spare vials out of. That's obviously one. Then there are 15 boxes in here. You yep. don't know if they're all the cure, if they're random ingredients. You can you can endeavor to remove everything from here, which will involve no searching, but will be very time-consuming, or you can endeavor to actually search through the boxes. And that's No, I'm thing. definitely going to want to search through yeah. the boxes, but okay. I would oh. like these two to help me with yeah. their... Uh, uh, yeah. door door uh, Lucy, you can absolutely use alchemy for this. Oh, you you awesome. look at these things, you look at the labels, you look at what they smell like, you... Yeah, that's um, awesome. I'm going to suggest we all make independent roles, yeah. unless you really want to help one of us. Okay, what's your search? <laughs> that wasn't very good, uh, but, um... An eight. Yeah, well, I'm a four, so I can definitely do an assist. Okay, so you assist me. Or, um... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah, I don't assist you. Okay, that's right. So the, I got an 18. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got 17. So, Damn Lucy, guys. you go <laughs> over to these barrels, and they have big corks in the top. Um... And in fact, yeah, that is how you fill them. They've got big corks in the top and little tap pieces you can screw taps onto at the bottom. And you just uncork it and have a slight sniff. And okay, that's river water from the river yeah. outside. In fact, okay. you can very rapidly do this pink, 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 pink. Every big barrel in here, of which there are about six, is just river just water. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so, that's so that's yeah. gonna you can steal it if you want to. But, um, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I don't That's think true. we need to cut off her river water supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and then Lucy can also pretty easily pick up, you know, these things are common alchemical supplies, these things are for making perfume stock, there's a lot of stuff in here. Some of it is actually quite valuable if you're interested in that. that no, 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 that, that's alright. There's a palace in upstairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but none of it is yeah. related to this cure, is related to her other alchemical mixes. Right. That box on the other hand, which Lucy spots because it's it smells off compared to the other things. Yeah. You recognise all the other things, you don't recognise this, and then when you concentrate on it, you do recognise it as being that sort of green soapstone yeah. that you found. Okay. Jack, your searching is search-based, so you find it's of a different make and manufacture. 
this box yeah. didn't come from her usual suppliers, it came from somewhere special. And she's putting shit tons of perfume in because it smells bad. And you are not actually talking about something big here, you are talking about something the size of one of those crates again. Oh, sweet, great. Grab it. Okay. okay, so we will Grab take that. that crate of the active ingredient. Yep. That crate, um, the open crate of bottles. Yep. And, um, and a secondary crate of bottles. And a secondary crate. One each. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. 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 Um, now, you are going to have to make an stealth check here, because you are actually poking around, literally, like, yep. you're not ripping crates open, but you are pulling at them with tools, there's creaks of wood, that sort of thing, Yep. uncorking noises. Mm. Uh, that was a very good roll. Yes. Five to beat from the guards. <laughs> okay, um, and a three from Bronsk, who is now substantively further away from <laughs> Alright, well I rolled a 17, yeah. so I'm not going to add my plus yeah. eight to self by getting up on the plane dice yeah. roll. They stay asleep, nobody stands on them. Yes. Success yeah. yeah. for <laughs> You guys <laughs> rock. And you pick oh this God, stuff up and walk. Oh, oh, this is, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, you, you pick it up and walk <laughs> out with it. Yeah. Um, so you've got at this point six crates and five of you carrying these is not going to be anything arduously difficult yeah yeah um, <laughs> moreover Jack you've certainly got enough criminal sparks that the boxes that are open those you do empty into a backpack so you're not walking around with obvious vials of cure you're yeah. not walking around with boxes yeah so we're, we're carrying some boxes we're yeah. just walking yeah. and speaking of burglary expertise last thing as we leave the house yeah. Jack locks the door behind us yep yeah. Yeah. Nice. You don't make the house as we found it. Yep. Nobody knew a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, she also picks up her three coins back off the counter Thank on the basis yeah. that we are now no longer purchasing. We are Berkeley. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, you also owe her like four hundred dollars. Yeah. So. All right. Hey, this is all to be satisfied. <laughs> Which is even working. Absolutely huh? no issue with this. <laughs> uh, it was. You two would crave. I would. If big people or not, I would have you on my crew anytime. <laughs> Darren, we're doing Silver's it. Think of the children that were waiting in line yesterday. Silver's nervous as heck because right. he used to be lawful. Now he's neutral. He was never ever chaotic. <laughs> where are you going with this stuff? Um, I think we want to take this to the closest person's house from here to stash yeah, it for the time being. I, I, I presume that you leave via a couple of back alleys instead yeah. of walking around the front again. Where all these people standing going. Once we're a ways away from the shop, then we probably want to rent a cart to take us across the city. And um, Lucy's shop isn't all that far from here, is it? Be- be- so it's a decent distance. Yeah. yeah, you have to get a cart. Yeah, you you guys all live in sort of the upper middle band. Yeah. So um, I would suggest stashing the stuff at Lucy's shop. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no, no cart is going to blink at you. Um, yeah, yeah, and then just come back as quickly as possible. Regrettably, we're now in a plan where we don't get to go and sleep because we have to do Dratton's shop surveillance. But well, we don't all need to go to take this stuff to Lucy's shop. That's true. My yeah. my suggestion would be, um, one of the sneakiest people stays and watches the shop. Yep. So, and what, what, like one of the and one of the people with the best suggestion, uh, best perception stays to watch the shop. Mm. Don't look at me, I don't have perception. <laughs> Who does it? Just, just before you go too far down this road of planning, yep. um, the shop will absolutely be awake and operational by the time you get back. It's going to take you, you know, even when you get the cart, there and back again is going to take you four hours or so, so by that yeah, stage it'll be um, 10 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, but we don't want to leave anything to chance. That's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm just um, making clear this is not a five minute trip down the road. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So I mean, I can take the stuff to the shop by myself. Oh, uh, I think we should have at least one, two people with each group. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think we should have one big person who's good at carrying with the cart. So, I would suggest either Flora or Garin goes with the cart. <laughs> Not so much. Um, well, Garin will go with the cart because he's it, people are used to seeing him at the army. Yeah. Lucy, yeah, you not. can move a crate by yourself, but even yeah. then, it's the little. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, you need a big bed. I'd be happy to here. watch with Silver. Yeah. Um, Flora, I would be happy. Uh, what's your perception like? Because you're not a tremendous asset on the burglary and the armor, but you do have moderate perception. Um, if you would be up for changing up the armor, I'd be happy to watch with the two of you and see what we can spot because you've got relatively good perception. Yeah, I can change that. Yeah, my armor. perception's zero. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't want you to do that when we thought there might be vampires in the basement, but for now we've done the bit where people are going to draw aggro. We're just sneaking around. Mm. Cool. So I'll set us up with a nice rooftop vantage. We'll keep mm. an eye on the shop and see what the reaction to our little surprises. And Lucy's going to miss Lucy and Jar, and we'll get all this, these big boxes of other yeah. people's property under safekeeping so that we can draw the guards' attention. Yeah, and then we'll come back. All good. Yeah. So Lucy and Garen leave scene. Yep. yep. Yeah. You guys are convenient rooftop. A convenient yeah. rooftop stalking the shop. Okay. If we had any kind of scrying, what we really want to do is eavesdrop on what's going on inside. Yeah, we probably want to be a little closer for that. Mm. Fuck, <laughs> that's a terrifying <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think we may have done something good. Well, bad. Yeah. I don't know. It was a clever idea, anyway. Kudos for your idea. About about 7 o'clock in the morning or so, so 45 minutes or later, yeah, yeah. Bronsk stirs, um, gets up, you know, Puts his, gets out gets out a water skin, sort of splashes himself a bit with it, and goes about basically making his um his his general ablutions out there in the street, um getting himself up. When Classic. he gets up, he sort of checks his weapons. You know, several people come up to him and ask him questions. You're probably a bit far away to actually necessarily overhear the conversation. Alas, yes. Um, unless you desperately want to endeavour to do so. No, uh, I, I don't think I so. I can give you a perception check if you want to hear what he's saying to them. But a couple of people yeah. come up, ask him something, Bruns, you know, waves his hands, brushes them off slightly. Um, it too early in morning. Yeah, <laughs> probably something along that neighbourhood. Then turns around, pulls a key out, unlocks the shop, and walks in. Yeah. Now you can all give me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five. Oh, damn. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. A couple of minutes pass. If there's a big disturbance in the shop, you're too far away to hear it. But Brunsk is obviously not um, going to make a big deal of it. Um, no, he's not going to miss the fact that all the stock is missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ven- Vendra doesn't wake up and scream at the top of her lungs at this or anything like that, because you'd hear that. Yeah. Uh, secondly, can everyone give me a survival check? Oh my gosh. Stink. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got a, I got a five. I got a two. Fifteen. Okay. So. <laughs> this is why we wanted you to stay around with us. Very little time passes after Brunce goes in. It's maybe two minutes. Um, and then... All the guards come out of the shop with Vendra with them. She looks upset. They are all up and armed. Um, She slams the door behind her. Um, In fact, no. They come out the back door, Mm -hmm. lock it up behind them, and 
then they start sort of having a hunt and a look around and that sort of thing. They're looking around the nearby alleys trying to find out. It, very obviously they've worked out they've been robbed. They're looking for the perpetrators. Yeah. Flora, mm-hmm. you are by no stretch of the imagination a woods woman or anything of the sort. But you've done travelling in your time. You're a cleric of Desna. You understand how such things are done. The guards are just looking in alleys in the vain hope they'll find you hiding in a barrel outside because they really have no other options. Brunsk, on the other hand, is looking lower to the ground at the road at your tracks. Oh crap, he's already tracked. Yes, oh, yes he is. Oh, oh, crap. Crap. Favorite enemy, Alf. <laughs> uh, okay, if they actually follow our trail, I'm going to be sorry I had you change out of the armor. <laughs> Um, so you set the burly people off. Three of you, so it's difficult to get the burly people. One. one of the small, valley, uh, small vulnerable people. That's okay. Um, Silver can fluff. Yeah. yeah, we did. I did. We did bring the guy with all the social skills. But yeah. So if we can keep it to an argument. And now, can the three of you give me another perception check here? Oh no! Big on straight to a shop. Sixteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Okay, so. There's no real effort to obscure this. You all see what's happening here from the gist of the conversation. Brooks looks at the ground for tracks, checks around, motions Vendra over, says several things to her, points that away where Garen and Lucy went, and then points that away where you guys went. (gasps) And then they start following the shorter set of tracks. Which is ours. Okay, um, at this point, Jack proposes booking. (laughs) Yes. Stealthily. <laughs> stealthily. And now I'm going to call for stealth at minus five because you need to book fast. Yeah. You can't dick around doing this because he's not going to have far to track you. He needs to track yeah. you across the road and up a couple of uh, up a building. Yeah. Oh, good roll. Okay. Yeah, but there's a good half. Brunsk! roll 20! Curse you, I got a 24. 24. He's, he's going to see you. Oh my what God. if he burned a, uh, a uh, card for a d6? Keep in mind that you're at um, my, you're taking oh, a minus so, 5 on that. Sorry. Um, 19. 19. And whatever penalty you're taking for shelving these two. I factored that one in. Yep. Um, that, point, so Bronx sees you on his roll alone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the, That's I, not worth burning a card. I, I, when I, you I, had 24, yes, but... Yeah, I, I can't. I can't get the kind of. I mean, I rolled a sixteen, and he's still yeah. going to see me. I'm not, there isn't that much fat in the system. So as you start trying to move rapidly away, which is probably climbing down from the rooftop. Yeah, I think so. We're because no shingles here. This is the nice yeah. Part so the the shops over here. Yeah. We're up. We've gone. Duh, 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 yeah. And we're now going duh, 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 down and away. Yeah. And as we do so, I think possibly for drama's sake, as we come down the side of the building, Brooks comes round. And Brunsk <laughs> sees a couple of people um, who are endeavouring to make a hasty exit from about the area where he thinks these tracks are going. Yeah. Draws the obvious conclusion and shouts out to Stop! Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the other Bravo, and drawing the attention of everyone, he, there! Thief! There! <laughs> Oh, Bronsquire, you're too good at your job. <laughs> <laughs> and they will start, you know, running after you. What's your intent here? Chase how, many, how many people are there for uh, in this, like, because we've had the opportunity to observe them on the rooftop. Yeah. 
Uh, that would be six. Sorry, you're asking about how many people are out here? Uh, how many people are out here? Six total. So Brunsk, Vendra, and the four Bravos. Yeah. That, I think, is too many for the three of us to engage. As as well as a bunch of people are starting to look up as Brunsk shouts, Stop Thief. Yeah. But nobody is rushing to intervene, because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> my thought, if we lead a monogot while Goose chase, then that distracts from these two. Hmm. Um, my thought is that we should book. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but what I'm saying is if there's if there's a wild goose chase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so um we wish to we wish to visit, we wish to run like we wish to run. Yeah, run like one. Uh, Jackson speaks uh, as when someone shouts stop thief, you <laughs> run away. <laughs> we're we're all thirty feet, aren't we? Yeah, I've got boots of spring and springy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's got no armor, and so she's, she's got no armor. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. So, as you were all <laughs> at the same speed, it's time to break out the chase rules. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And so these guys are wearing heavy armor. We can hopefully reduce their numbers. If it's just Vendra, Brunsk, and one other guard, I'd be okay to actually stop and try and talk to them. But I don't want to fight seven yeah. guys or the three of us. If we'd known they were just going to find us, so we'd get the other two around and we could have actually sorted this out right there and then. Yeah. But. Huh. Yeah. Well, who can foresee Brutsk? So yeah, He's so fucking good! Oh, no. <laughs> we, should, you, we need to hire him away from these evil people. I know, yes. Yeah. Uh, Jack, however, um, your guesstimate from what you have seen, um, based on you were turning away to bolt somewhat static, Bolt. Scamper off? Yes, yeah, scamper. Um, Scurry. <laughs> Brunsk knows who he's chasing, but he doesn't know who you are recognisably, if that makes sense. Your yeah, stealth, is, your stealth is high enough that he'll be able to follow you for the duration of the chase. Yeah. But if you escape here, he can probably point to there was a gnome and a big guy and a woman. Yeah. But not, ah, you were that gnome. Yeah. Ah, you were definitely nice. that guy. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I would imagine that given Silver's on the burglary, he's got his hair in some kind yeah. of a black rather than a distinctive rain- rainbow. Burnt rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'd have something that's less identifiable. Yeah, yeah. that's what I figured. The common Parisian. Yeah, so yeah, I'd have black hair probably. So go with in the interests of swiftness rather than complexity, we will go with a um, ninja mode. A, a relatively light chase yes. here, I think. Yep, we were chasing. Yay, Yay chase! <laughs> Good okay. luck. May the dice be with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, May so the dice be ever in our favour. <laughs> the first thing the three of you need to do is get down this rooftop and get to somewhere where you can actually start a run-in. Yep. So that would be athletics for everyone. Remember you don't have oh. a... Or yeah. falling off the roof, whichever you prefer. You don't have an armor check penalty. So that's wow. It's 27. Holy uh, shit. Two nineteenths and a 20. 23. Okay. <laughs> so all of you have no problem whatsoever scrabbling down the roof, scrabbling yeah. down the edge of the building, swinging and sliding down drain pipes. Parkour like I'm so glad I'm not doing this. Yes, but if we had the two of you, we would have to run away. I love my new boots. I don't like being in debt, but I do love my new boots. They couldn't have gone to a better better known. You guys are awesome burglary buddies. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would burgle more things with Thelma Lucy. Secondly, you head into South Shore. Yep. Um, the streets are not busy here because it's now 7.15 odd in the morning, and this is a fairly posh district, 
but there are a bunch of people coming in that you think are probably heading for Vendra's shop. There's several people around, not enough to just slip into the crowd and escape with ease. Um, however, there are enough that you can start heading into the streets and trying to lose them in the crowd sort of thing. Uh, so at this point, I will call for your choice of stealth or streetwise. Ooh. Okay, streetwise. Stealth is you physically I... hide amongst the crowd. Streetwise is you know where the people will be. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take go stealth. I'm going to go streetwise because I've got four in streetwise. Oh, is that 15? Yep. 29. So success, success. 18. Success. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you guys are good. You may be able to spot you, but I can't catch you. <laughs> Yeah, because you're all moving at relatively equidistant speeds, it's yeah. about getting your advantages where you can. Yeah. And then Brunsk sort of runs after you, the Bravos run with him, you lose them in several streets. Uh, and as you basically run around, because you're deliberately going by the main roads... Yeah. You dig mm. it around here. Oh, we have a little tracker. And at this point, it's less about being faster than him and more about escaping his notice. Yeah. Um, so what you are slipping into now is the morning crowds that are coming in for the Pantheon of the Many and people who are coming out of Bard's End out the other night. Yeah. Uh, out at the end of the night. So at this point, I will take either Knowledge Religion, Perform, or disguise <laughs> to appropriately mix in with these people. I, I will take knowledge religion. What's, dis- what's disguise again? Bluff. Bluff. So ten or So nine. performers look like a bard. Yeah. Knowledge religion is look like a cleric who is supposed <laughs> to be at the Pantheon of the Many. And, and disguises look like someone suitable who okay. totally isn't the gnome that oh, he saw can, running Can Silver get a bonus for looking like a bard? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's what the perform covers. Um, I'm going to I'm going to do perform street magician to look like a street magician. Yep, yep. I'm going to perform things silver because that's what I am. So I got a fifteen. Oh shit! I did really terrible. Um, so that's a eleven plus four is fifteen. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> You're the most relentless. So, Flora, you actually. You're, at this stage, you're briskly walking rather than running. You briskly walk literally into the pantheon of the men. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, see a few Desna worshippers there and start talking to them. And as Brunsk runs by, you know, he looks at you staringly for a long moment and then sees you're clearly, you know, ministering to your flock here and then moves on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Flora's just breaking away. I got a um, 14. Yeah, so I, I look like a street magician who has reason to run from a big guy. <laughs> and silver? I'm just I going, okay. I'm just going a little bit too fast. One of you is safe. So one of us is safe. <sighs> you, uh, you literally break up at this point. Yeah. Flora goes into the pantheon of the many. Silver hangs around Bard's Inn. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm doing the the, yeah. the totem stairs. And Jack, you're on the side of the street. Yeah. And. Can you make me a sense motive check? Both of us? No. Just you are just in separate ten. places. Ten. Okay. Brunsk looks around. He's stopped running now. The guards behind him have stopped running. He's clearly leading this group, yeah. so it's pretty much what he's doing, they're doing. And he turns around, speaks to them. They start fanning out and looking around the street. And he starts heading over towards you. And for a moment you're like, oh crap, he's he's... 
armed with a, with a hand axe yeah. and a shield, both of which he has out because he's expecting yeah. to go into combat. He's coming towards you and you go, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, is he on to me? No. <laughs> no, he isn't. You're, you're, his emotions are written easily all over his face. He looks angry, yeah. but he's coming over to talk to you because he's coming over to talk to people as opposed yeah. to because he knows you're the person who ran away. Yeah, oh. so Jack will just kind of hang out on the street. <laughs> I am he, just a magician. <laughs> he comes Hurts. over. He, he comes over to you and looking angry, he says, "Excuse, Nom. Put cards down. Bronsk have serious business. Sorry for interrupt." Uh, Jack, Jack will um, do a little fancy trick with the cards and put them back up his sleeve. Uh, yeah, Mister. What can I do you for? Bronsk walk, walk for lavender's luxurious liniment down the road. We sell cure for blood veil. Bad thieves break in and take everything. Bronsk follow here, but Bronsk lose them in crowd. Bronsk looking for gnome and very effeminate looking man <laughs> and very manly looking woman. <laughs> You're oh, yes. You see people just... like this. Bronsk gives you. It's a descriptor that could definitely match the three of you, but it's pretty vague. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw three of them running up that way. <laughs> Bronsk not good with word in city. Uh, where Bronsk find uh, guard to report thieves? And, um, I will give him Christy across the dress. <laughs> what I, I did that give... poor woman do to you? First uh, you break into her house, and now you're sending uh, Bronsk I will give him the address of the main guard tower that um, Christy... Um, that, um, yes. the, the, the thank, thank you, little gnome. Bronsk will report in if Bronsk cannot find thieves. If Bronsk finds thieves, many thieves will lose hands for stealing from sick people. Bronsk did not realize City was so twisted. And they look around here for another five minutes or so, at which point um Jack is, turns round and they start heading back towards at the this point, At this point, Jack's performance has become completely, the full-blown, completely <laughs> elaborate, and she is actively looking to make money. And you get another sense motive check here. Is he going to follow the other tricks? Uh, that's a five. Okay. He looks super angry, and that is pretty much the impression you take away from him. Yeah. Sorry, boys. Yeah, I feel bad about that. I'll make it up to you somehow. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Jack will at this point continue doing the street magician thing and wait for Flora to find her because Flora has urban tracking, Jack does not, and when they get separated... You guys are not terribly far away from each other. You're like three or four streets, so you can easily hook up again within ten minutes or so. Yeah, but that's how we do it, is Flora literally Silver and I hang out and Flora tracks us both down because that's the fun way. (laughs) Okay, back to you. Broadskin and his bravos have left sight altogether. They're... Now, you know, six blocks that away if they've gone back to the shop. Well, that was nearly a clean getaway. Thanks. Um, is that a, an absolute getaway, though? Bronsk fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, at this point, we're way clean. I don't think we should go back to the shop, though. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is there was uh, is that... Well, did I, who, who was it that spotted the... There was you that spotted it, eh? Um, you would have mentioned to us, yeah. Yeah, so, because Flora literally says, hang on, he's tracking us, and that's when he looks up at the building. Because yeah, um, in the absence of that, what you'd see is if you hadn't realised he's tracking you, he moves off around the building, and the next thing you get is the perception check when they walk up towards you. Yeah. Um, he noticed both of, both of the tracks, eh? Yeah. 
Yeah. You think he's going after the others? I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Yeah. I was pretty worried about us. Yeah, I was pretty worried about us too. He's got a pretty big hammer. All right. <laughs> um, what we want to do then is try and get, try and go the, try and go. We don't want to follow back the way he came, or he'll pick us up again. Mm. We want to go that way and then connect, try and connect up with where yeah. the others will be. Can I get another survival check from the three of you? Nope. Oh, I did well. That's three. I did well. Uh, I got on 11. I got 17. So, Flora, you, you know, recognised tracking when you saw him do it, but know jack all about how complicated this is, how long it would take, etc, etc. Jack, same thing. Uh, Silver... I've done this before with my family, (laughs) haven't I? He might have gone out hunting. As you think about it, you know what Garen and Lucy were intending. You have no idea how good a tracker Brunsk is or how difficult it would be for him to follow their tracks. But at some point, you're pretty confident that he's going to lose them because their plan was to get on a cart. Yeah. yeah. At which point, it's going to be a set of cart tracks going into the city full of cart tracks. And if Brunsk was a good enough tracker to follow that, he could probably get a much better job because at that point, he'd have ten levels of ranger yeah. instead of merely some. Yeah. So okay. odds are that he's he's either going to lose them or he's going to take a pretty good long time to find the trail. Okay. Because he he hits the point where his wilderness tracking is useful for following your tracks, but what he really needs to find you guys is urban tracking. Yeah. <laughs> where did you find see these people go? Et cetera, yeah, he et cetera. needs Flora. And, and you have no evidence that he has such a capacity. Okay. I'll, I'll mention that potentially he'll lose the tracks when he when he gets further into more populated areas. All right. The other thing is, um, I'm thinking we should maybe find the others and go report this to Considia before Brunce gets there. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to be getting I, after. Brunce. I also think we should take some of the vials to Bashani and some to the Queen, so they can both. Well, let's start with Chrysidia, because she's going to be super pissed, and you know, maybe we can reduce this by bringing it to her. But she's sort of lawful. She might want to arrest you. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's go talk to the others and see what... Let's go yeah. track down the others We're and see what We're not too far they... away from them, are we? Uh, a couple of hours by car. Okay, well, let's car. They, they haven't reached the shop yet. You're there half an hour in front of you or so? Yeah, yeah. so by the time we get... So we spend a couple of hours catching up with the others. Yeah. So Gara and Lucy, you hop a card. Yeah. You, you hire a card, you take it back to Winterish and Picklewink's Wondrous Potions, you open it with the keys, Lucy has no perception in her position... You walk in, you put the boxes down, and it makes the other alchemy crap. Yeah. It's really easy. <laughs> I wonder how the others are getting on. Run! What are the odds they're being chased by an angry Lamorne man? And then just as you're thinking, what should we do now? <laughs> the three of us show up on Wondrous and Picklewitz it's Wondrous Potions doorstep. There, I got the whole thing out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you, you're not surprised. They're not late or anything. You know they're going to keep an eye on the shop, which could take a couple of hours. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is... what. Well, Instead of keeping an eye on the shop, if here anything, we are. they show up early enough yeah. that you're alarmed. Yeah. yeah. It uh, turns out Borisk is really, really, really good at tracking. <laughs> he found us. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and DC the, fifteen tracking check. And then, um, but we managed to get we managed to get him away, and he asked me for advice on where the three of us had run off to. It's so, all your fault, Karen. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I found out the 
local church. church. No, no, no. Each crusade, yes. My so, reasoning, my reasoning is that um, Bronsk should have gotten a job with Karen. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Karen's gonna take it that you know he was the one who floated the, the idea. idea. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking, I was maybe we should go report this into Chris, take this kind of stuff to Crusidia and go report into her now rather than letting Bronx get there first and then we can at least explain why we did it uh, we do have a problem um, what, what happens with her restocking because we're, we're going to be sticking around for that well, I didn't want to stand by that apartment again because we only just got away from him the last time. Yeah, that was your plan before the yeah. ranger found you. But yeah. the thing is, if Cressidia is actually... If we go explain to Cressidia before Brunsk reports into her, then we might be able to sort this out. If we wait until after she's already got arrest warrants out for people who the people who did the burglary from the potion shop, it's going to be much worse. Yeah. Uh, did, he have, did he have a good look at you? No. No, he didn't see... He, he knows it was a gnome and a woman and a man. In this city? Yeah. yeah he didn't get... It, yeah, I'm, I haven't totally lost all my... You know, he didn't see us. Uh, I, I may be... Uh, I may be a bit new to the uh, more uh, seedy, underbelly side of things, but I don't think that's enough for an arrest warrant. No, he's not going to... He's not going to be able to track us down. But if we're going to tell the procedure about this ever... Then it needs to. Be, it's sort of now or never. Yeah. <laughs> some things don't. Some things don't improve if you wait round on them. Boy, the module writers did not see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> to go surveil the shop or whatever but I I just think Chris, we don't want Chrysidia running around the city looking for who stole these potions we want her to know what's going on I didn't want to report into her before because we thought there might be vampires in the shop and we'd get guards killed and stuff but now I'm thinking maybe we do if you think she's going to be eat too lawful and aggro we could start with the queen and then go to Chrysidia after we've <laughs> the got the queen's some. a fair option <laughs> uh, I, th- I think uh we also would be the uh, um, better option. Yeah, I think Corsidia's going to lock us in. Alright, well, I'm not saying I want to go to the, <laughs> the garden report that we did a burglary. That's not something I've done before and I don't want to start now. Alright, what about if we see if we can get an audience with the Queen and that Queen's physician and have a conversation with them about what's going down and right. what they want to do, wanna, they well, want us to we, do next. If we get them to have a look at the, 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 the yeah. ingredients, I'm they'll thinking, be able to confirm. Let's, let's take some of the vials and this box of weird stuff that Lucy's identified and leave the rest of the vials here because we don't want to lug around this How entire How can we account. prove that it was hers? Because she sells the bottles. Yeah, yeah. the I bottles mean, are the same. You can't technically prove that you haven't produced a bunch of suspiciously similar bottles and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But the plot gets very baroque there and relies on the people you're talking to not trusting your word over her. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, going to the queen. Let's go see if we can get an audience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. getting a, getting a a quick audience with Iliosa or Sabrina shouldn't be that hard. People in your position. Uh, Dr. Rainier, on the other hand, is not at Castle Corvosa and would need to be summoned, and even assuming he dropped everything and came with all haste, which he probably won't because he's got a shitload to do. Yeah. You know, this could take him just we, don't, yeah, we right. don't really need to grab him. No, all right. No. Let's, just go, let's just go see if we can get Sabrina to, and uh, Sabrina and Iliosa, or Iliosa anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go knocking at Castle Corvosa... You presumably communicate that it's it's an urgent matter and you need to yeah. see them and etc etc etc. And um, uh, that should be 
Um, so you are working your way through a group of guards and functionaries and this sort of thing. Uh, when Lucy mentions some magic words that you know she needs, people need to know that Lucindriel that Lucindriel Wintrish is here and that she's in trouble. And <laughs> oh my god! The guard's eyes sort of recall something, and he says, "Oh." Of course, one moment. <laughs> and the heavens part. She comes down like an angel of not seven, not seven minutes later, Sabrina comes in full tilt, running in full plate armor with her felsian strapped over her back. And then who's there? And suddenly someone's behind Garen. Someone takes three gigantic steps away, directly away comes, from Lucy. Comes running in, looks at Lucy, who is obviously not bleeding or weeping yeah, yeah. or whatever looks past her looks at Silver murderously <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this you can read the immediate what did you do Silver's <laughs> Silver goes white <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, I don't think Silver's told anyone <laughs> she looks around very obviously you're not in any immediate physical danger nobody's chasing you or anything so I assume this is serious. Come with me, please. It takes yeah. you off to a miscellaneous side room. Oh, shit. And so are you alright? What's going on? So we, we explain um, what we've found. Well, possibly not straight to the we've got the burglary, but yeah, probably yeah, but just, just we've yeah. found out about a fake cure that's being peddled in the city, and we think it's pretty serious, and the Queen should know. Okay. Sabrina has no trouble believing that that's a serious matter, because mm. it kind of is. Um, she tells you that uh, Queen Iliosa is um, is with the Council of Five, who are the five noble houses, that would include Gloria Arcona, yeah. who are uh, giving her advice on how to deal with the plague and things. Uh, Sabrina says, no, we're not interrupting that to bring yeah, her yeah, this. No. Uh, mm-hmm. But she'll be about another hour or so. Uh, if you want Dr. Rainier, Sabrina can summon him on her authority, if you desire. Or at least to get the wheels in motion. It seems useful to have his advice on the thing. Seeing we're going to be waiting around for an hour. We'll also be able to confirm it. If you don't know, is he an alchemist? Uh, You do not know. Uh, We we could ask her to get a. a um, third party alchemist. alchemist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you would expect if not him personally, he quite certainly has an alchemist amongst his group of doctors somewhere. The two professions overlap enough that if he's got twelve doctors you'd expect one of them to be an we'll, alchemist. We'll get her to get us an advised alchemist that yeah. Yeah. In, in yeah. Fact, trust. Let us um do the simple way. So Sabrina listens to you, she says, Alright, you know, okay, and you've got some of the stuff with you here yeah. now, okay. Summons one of her people over, gives him a vial and says, Right write to let her take this to Dr. Rainier, you know, tell him we want his professional opinion on whether this is blah blah blah, yeah, you know, he's not, he's, he's to be disturbed as little as possible, but to consider this an urgent assignment, and the functionary looks at the two contradictory orders and nods in the way that people yeah. do. <laughs> Please don't hurry, but hurry. And then <laughs> takes this off to him, so he's probably not actually going to turn up and participate in the no, scene, but he can surely render an opinion that the Queen will take on no, this is sugar water or what the fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, and you wait. Yep. In there. Um, you know, 
Jack naps. <laughs> so you're not telling Sabrina that you broke in and stole this and then got chased by guards and things? No, I think we'll, we'll leave that little revelation for Sabrina's Leosa. Sabrina's keeping yeah. his mouth shut as much as possible okay. when he's the far side it's, of the room. <laughs> it's about midday when you are taken into the throne room to see Iliosa, who is coming the full queen today. She is. Oh great! That's going to make this really easy. She's just been. She's come off meeting with the height with the Council of Fire. Yeah. yeah so cool. she is dressed in her full crimson sashes and regalia, the crown, the big red ruby on, etc., etc. And she looks down at you from the crimson throne that she is sitting on as you come in. Oh, not terrifying. <laughs> Uh, have you explicitly requested a private audience, or are there generic functionaries around? I think private. private. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Sabrina, Iliosa, and you guys. Yeah. Um, and it must be said a couple of grey maidens who are. Yeah, yeah that, that, that counts as private. I don't care. And she looks down. Your message informed me that you'd found a. Your message informed me that you'd found a, a fake cure. Uh, it's being sold from. Lavender's, what's it called? Lavender's, L- Lavender's Luxurious Liniments. Lavender's Luxurious Liniments. And Iliosa nods. She actually knows what that is. She'd probably get a couple of perfumes from there and things, being as she's a high-ranking noble woman. Yeah. It's, um, they're selling it for, a, it was being sold for a gold apiece yesterday. Lucy took a look at, bought it vial and took a look at the stuff. It's not just, uh, it's not just like a quack remedy. It masks the symptoms of blood veil. What? But it doesn't cure it. Well, it removes the symptoms, but not the actual blood veil itself. People can still die. Meaning that they're cured. I'm no alchemist at all. Is such a thing, presumably such a thing, is possible? I didn't think possible, but there... I I mean, I wouldn't have believed if I heard myself, but I looked at the potions and I analysed it, and there indeed, there's something in there that's making that possible. I actually don't know how. And she looks to looks to Sabrina, um, nods slightly at her, then beckons over one of the Grey Maiden guards that is here, and starts giving her orders, which she does. She clearly, you know, Sabrina is nodding away at this, so Sabrina is ordering the Grey Maidens around, Ilios is actually telling them what to do. And this kind of cements that thing you've seen that these re- this really is just her personal force to do yeah. as she pleases with. Yeah. Um, and Iliosa, because she has absolutely no reason to disbelieve you here, um, takes you at face value. Ah, the one thing she will ask you before she enacts this is just, do you have any proof of this matter? Uh, not, that your word, not that your word isn't good enough for me, but if we're going to be arresting people... We do kind of... We may have um, borrowed her supply of the um, vials and the um, active ingredient that she was using. Iliosa <laughs> and Sabrina just both nod at this. Um, yeah. And there may or may not have been a burglary reported this morning from Lush's Lavender's Luscious Liniments, which um, we thought we should uh, maybe let you know about. A practical and sensible way of requiring it. If this woman's a grifter, then she'd have doubtlessly disposed of the stock once she knew people were on to her. Um, the, um, you can have your own analyst do what Lucy did and take a look at the stuff. We've got heaps of it. Um, and we were kind of hoping we could watch where she was getting it from because we, ma- we think whoever made the active ingredient is probably also responsible for the plague. But unfortunately, the guy they have watching the shop's a really good tracker, so we had to sort of leave in a hurry. <laughs> we yeah. should send a sample to, uh, I suppose, a third-party alchemist 
perhaps Doctor Renier and Sabrina says I've, I've already taken I've already taken care of it. Ah, good thinking. Thank you, Sabrina. And Sabrina sort of <laughs> flushes with pride and twitches, <laughs> and looking awkward. And and all right. Now summons the Grey Maiden over. Take a squad. Take a squad to Lavender's luxurious liniments. Arrest whoever you find working there. And arrest whoever you find working there, pending what evidence we find, and we'll see what happens next. Uh, if, if I may, Your Majesty. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, there's a good chance that the uh, guards and the general shopkeepers have no idea what's been going on. So, if you could just treat them kindly. That's that's what a trial will determine. Garen winces at that. So this is probably if if you're planning on like staking it out or whatever, a couple of grey maiden, a squad of grey maidens going in and arresting everyone there is going to be kind of public and messy. No, but, I think that's the best option no, now. Yeah, we, I think we, 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 the the key is to get, get the yeah, thing shit. under control. Eliosa is notably not asking for your permission to do this, but if you want to appeal to her for other plans, this no. is the time. No, to do the, the, the um now is the time to bring the hammer down. Yeah, okay. we, we we've we've tried and failed the sneaking thing. If we pulled off the sneaking, it would be a different matter. A bunch of grey maidens <laughs> walk off to arrest everyone they find there. On the other yeah. hand, we could maybe follow them and see what happens at that point. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I think it'd be a good idea to to be part of the the the, the post arresting. Uh, do do we will? I don't think that's a good idea. I'm I'm with Adam here. I think that's a terrible idea. Oh yeah, that's Especially fine. Especially the three that you yeah, know was yeah, running away from a burglar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. We don't want to muddy the waters. Yeah. All right. So maybe what we can do is ask to be informed of what Absolute, they find absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Right. And because that will involve a bunch of different pieces, moving pieces, I will probably just broadly info dump that to you. Yeah. yeah. So maybe what we can do is at this point we thank Heliosa, go home and get some sleep, and then we can catch up on yeah. what's happened with that and what's happened with the spider. What's his name? Spider Classy, the King of Spiders. Yeah. Yep. And we put we put these events in motion and see what happens. Okay. Yep. And. The next day, well, no, sorry, <laughs> later today, yeah. around evening, a flurry of messengers will start showing up for you, communicating this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Um, as well as, you know, people listening on the street and that sort of thing. Um, if you want to discuss it further, shall we presume that after the today's events you sort of get together for dinner and talk yep. about it at someone's house? I was actually yeah. wondering if, given what was happening, if we wanted to just all go go back to Garen's Forge and have a kip there and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you know, if there's any further messages, please send them to the yeah. Wolf's Forge. And, and then we'll all be together. Flora will, have, will want to go back to her shop to look after her patients. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we do need um, sleep at some yeah. point. Maybe yeah. I could spell you out. Like, I could keep an eye on them for a bit. Tell you what, we'll, we'll compromise. I'll pay for a, um, for a for a wagon to take you back, and you can sleep in there. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's fair enough. Yeah. I, I suppose you can just stay up for the day and sleep, and have a big sleep tonight. Yeah. 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 I'll, um get one of the grey maidens to come to the potion shop and take all the stuff there. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Good yeah, idea. Yeah. Yeah. Flora will yeah, notice Not going to sell it yourself for fat loot. <laughs> oh, Flora will no. ask if you could send some to Ashani. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, that they... Ashani wanted to... So that they can do their own... So that the church yeah. of Abadar can do their own... That, Assessment. That, yeah. Yep. That was, their, that was the only thing. Yeah. All good. Yeah. 
We certainly have enough. We can do yeah. more things. <laughs> Our angel. That's okay. So a flurry of messengers show messages show up to and messengers show up to tell you how this has rolled out. We start. <laughs> <laughs> that was a glorious mess. Huh? <laughs> Stupid tracking, stupid tracking nords. I I love it when we think of something that the module makers did think of. Yeah. So I'd love to know how all the people did that. (laughs) I'm sure not like this. (laughs) They would have fought. When the um, I can't help being good at first. Is is there a particular order you want this information in? No, just just whatever seems natural to you. So this is a string of messages messages you receive. Um, When the Grey Maidens show up, um, there are a bunch of very confused and angry people at the shop because now the group of um, customers has actually shown up in full bore (laughs) the day. Uh, The shop is shut, and there is a big sign nailed to the door um, written by Vendra Ligari that says that Lavender's Luxurious Liniments is temporarily closed, uh, the cure is unavailable owing to theft, and the crowd is super pissed about it. Oh my gosh, we're quite awesome. Yeah, it was good decision not to go back there. This doesn't start a clash with the Grey Maidens, because the Grey Maidens are clearly there to investigate it, and they clearly, they pretty much just boot down the door of the shop and roll on in. Yeah. Uh, because nobody's kind of stopping them. Yeah. Um, there is no one there to be arrested, the next message you get says someone has been arrested because one of the shops and uh, uh, one of the sh- two of the shops employees have been arrested. One of whom went back to the shop and one of whom was easily tracked down. The shop assistant who lives in South South Shore, they she went to work, found the sign, got confused, went home again, and then they tracked her down fairly easily. Um, arrested her, and they've arrested Bronsk, who shows back up again. Yeah. Um. Vendra is gone as are her four bravos when the Grey Maidens actually kick the door down and break in and search the place it becomes very clear they're gone gone. the safe has been emptied Um, the one that you didn't find in the shop Yeah. Um, a lot of Vendra's clothes and things are gone it shows all signs that she has hastily packed up and gotten the fuck out of there at about 8 o'clock this morning Yeah. which is the smart thing and she's in the The wind. wind yeah um, Brunsk is under arrest. You get sev- this will probably take a couple of days to flow through. Yeah, but um, they interrogate a completely terrified shop girl who knows absolutely nothing about what is going on. Um, Brunsk buys himself a good bit of credit by virtue of the fact that he didn't go to Crisidia Croft. He went to Citadel Volshing and then reported to the first person who would listen to him, which was not the field marshal directly, because she's got a lot more things to be doing, yeah, yeah. but openly reported in that the shop had been robbed and the perpetrators vaguely matched X description, and he chased them to here and then lost them here, um, and then proceeding to go back to the shop. There's no proof that he's innocent, but on the whole, the evidence suggests it, because he's the only criminal still hanging around the scene of the crime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you get messages from Dr. Rainier who says that his... his um, or, or rather, you get messages from Iliosa who says that Dr. Rainier's people have checked out what you gave them and pronounced that this cure-all potion contains river water, sugar, cheap perfume, 
and some sort of unknown alchemical compound that upon analysis would create the sort of effects you were talking about. So third-party verification, definitely a fact this was happening. Um, so uh, a warrant is out for Ventriligari for deliberately infecting people with blood veil. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which will be torture and death. Yeah, oh. I don't think... I think Vindraligari is leaving Corvosa. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would do if I was her. Possibly the country. <laughs> mm. uh, her four miscellaneous bravos are a bit harder to swear warrants out on because you don't know who yeah, they are. Yeah. They're just guys. I also don't care. <laughs> yeah. um, Brutsk is going to jail while they investigate this. Oh. Um, he's not going to jail for terribly long because they interrogate him and he just kind of openly tells them everything he knows. Yeah, yeah, because he's sweeping in the sun. So are, are you talking like he goes to jail for a week or two? Pretty much, yeah. Sweet. Okay, that's not so bad. Well, they look for evidence of his guilt and fail to find it. Yeah. And it's literally, you know, Brunsk gets good job, you know. Brunsk show good fighter. Uh, somebody will literally come and tell you what he said. So. <laughs> <laughs> Brunsk show, Brunsk show, pretty lady alchemist. Brunsk good fighter. Pretty lady alchemist say not need Brunsk have four other people. Brunsk beat two of them up. <laughs> Brunsk show good at job. Brunsk very happy. Brunsk working with Brunsk working with lady alchemist to help cure city. Many sick show up. Brunsk see them cured. Brunsk heart grow two sizes. Brunsk oh. contributing to city well-being. Oh, poor Brunsk. Brunsk we need to get a job with this guard. Brunsk gets very good health plan. Brunsk get Brunsk gets sick when around many sick people. Brunsk get blotches. Blotches. Pretty lady helps cure Brunsk with oh, magic wand. No. Oh, hang on. Listen, with magic wand. Yep. Oh. With a magic wand. When oh, they the ask you, Brunsk, why didn't she give you the cure? Brunsk sort of scratched his head. Brunsk not know? Brunsk not understand magic or alchemy. Oh. Br- uh, Vendra, Lady Vendra have cure she sell to people. Uh, Brunsk ask her how she make money selling so low. She give Brunsk very pretty wink and say, Brunsk not to worry his pretty head about such things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like she's definitely guilty if she's giving him the wand rather than the actual material. When she or the guards get sick, she have magic stick. Use magic stick, uh, not feel better, but the disease go away. Then it'd be a wand of removed disease mm, as yeah. opposed to lesser restoration. It doesn't, yeah. it cures the disease, not their immediate stat yeah. line. Yeah. But they just get better. Technically, she could take a vial and feel better after doing the cure disease as well. Yeah, but based on what Bronson's reporting, there's no evidence that any of the people working there um, have ever drunk a have ever <laughs> ever had one of these miracle cures. Yeah, and Bronson just isn't the guy to puzzle out. Hang on, yeah, you know, if <laughs> she's got a miracle cure, doing. why isn't she giving it to us instead of using this expensive weird wand yeah. thing? But because he just takes, she just says it's magic, and Bronson goes, "Ah, magic, very complicated." Yeah. <laughs> No, what I was saying is, like, if, if you do the cure disease with the wand, and then you drink the vial to get rid of the symptoms, that way it's gone, you don't have the symptoms. Yeah, Vendra mm. seems very unkeen to take her own cure, which okay. does lend a lot of credence to the theory that she knew it was all waffle and shite. Yeah, plus the thing is, if you, um, if it fail, it, it, you, you get all better, the symptoms are masked, 
if two days later you get blood veiled and the symptoms are still masked, you could be in some trouble. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's the thing. This um, this soapstone substance that they have has been sent to Doctor Rainier to help him with his curing on the basis that it does something that, yeah. that kind of helps the blood veil. It's clearly not a cure, but it could be a part of a cure. Yeah. Oh, neat! Um, and indeed, Doctor Rainier will actually send a message to Flora yeah. to say, basically, um, we've analysed it. You know, it seems to do blah blah blah. You know, it only masks the symptoms, but honestly, but honestly, we intend to re- we intend to use it here, and we intend to use some of it here in the hospital for the patients who have no chance of recovery, and will at least spare them some of the pain. Oh, oh that's, nice. Good. Um, that's nice. And several several substantive samples have been kept for further analysis. We hope this will bring us closer to a cure for the blood there. Because they could give it in very small doses to people whose coughs and things were, or coughs and sores and things were yeah. particularly well, bad. The thing to is, in, in Doctor Anir's case, he's literally got them in an enforced quarantine in the hospital. So he gives it to them yeah. and says, "You know, that will help, but you can't leave." Yeah. And the next day, they die yeah. because yeah, he's yeah. giving it to people who, are, who he thinks are going to die anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see him using it in the same way as people use painkiller. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so the it's still there. Much it's better nice. use for that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. So it's an ethical way of treating people. Well, not ethical in yes. that kind of way, but yes. it's ethical in the sense of the people don't feel pain. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like morphine in a hospice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you do not receive any contact from Presidia Croft regarding this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get word from Sabrina because. Uh, basically warrants get passed along to the Grey Maidens or their, their general law enforcement sharing information uh, the guard are looking for a gnome and a feminine looking man and a manly looking woman <laughs> but have no expectation of fighting them also she's just life. wearing armor she's actually she wasn't even wearing armor yeah, I assume yeah, she's a feminine yeah, looking girl yeah, she's feminine. She just wasn't wearing armor. Like Brooks looked at like the back of her head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's and just... she's big, strong. Yeah, like Flora's yeah. real tough. She's yeah. got yeah, she's also strong as well. Yeah. She's as strong as you yeah, are. Yeah, had me. And yeah. you're I'm sorry. You look like a girl because you have half elven ears and fucking rainbow hair, and you wear <laughs> earrings. Like anyway, and you wear earrings and silk. Yeah. And based on Brunsk, Nord, Nord, man of the Lorn Kingdom, no man in the Lorn Kingdom dressed like that. Really? Only girl dressed with earrings. Anyway, moving along. A few plugs, okay? Moving along. Moving along from Silver in the center of the universe again. Hards. <laughs> Um, before we go on to what we do next, like if we want to try and ha- make a try at tracking Vendra down or whatever, I think the other thing we want to hear about is what happened to the spider king. I was just about to get to that. Yeah. So, uh, do you want your um, Elika thing first? Ooh. Oh, yes, please. Oh. It's still here. So, Jack, you're reading like message 10 of 10 when it gets through to Garan's shop to say, you know, this is the situation, this is what's expected here. And the words begin to blur and change on your on, on the piece of paper that you are reading um, as it seems to smoke very slightly from the edges as if it's burning and smouldering slightly and you read the words on the paper say the only thing worse than a disease is a fake cure such a thing would spread and spread many Many have, many have heard the word that will spread that what they have taken will not aid them. They need to find real help, and swiftly. 
And there are a great many more who have not stepped through the doors of the poison shop that sells poison things. The ripples, the ripples of this will spread, and the fake cure will spread no further. The fake cure will spread no further, leaving room, we all hope, for a real cure to be found. There are 400 Corvosan citizens that will not die from this. Nice. Good work, team. I think that's because we we collected all of the stock so quickly. A fake cure is real bad. Yeah. Real, real bad. That would kill a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Yes. Glad we jumped I was was really hoping that she was doing it without knowing that... Yeah, there was always going to be that thing where it was like, yeah, no, I she just, knew exactly what she I was just, doing. Like, However, oh, yeah, the spider king. Flora will hear this one. There is a real ugly rumor going round mm-hmm. that it wasn't because pe- people, uh, the Grey Maidens, spread the word that these people are under arrest. They now signs up on the door to say this cure is fake. If you have taken it, you know, report it into the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden or your nearest available healer. Rah rah. And this real ugly rumour starts spreading that the Queen has shut this business down. That the cure was real, but that she doesn't want it cured. There's some credence given to it because, well, a bunch of Grey Maidens came in and, you know, attempted to arrest this innocent alchemist who was trying to spend the cure against the Queen's will. And fortunately she seemed to have escaped, but the cure has stopped and there doesn't seem to be another cure on offer. And people are angry at Iliosa for having done this. Oh, oh no. Uh, moreover, uh, everybody who hears this can give me a streetwise check. This is like word on the street that reaches you. Nope. Nope. 16. No, probably. Oh, my. Uh, 17. Oh, yes. Sorry, I wanted to look at skills for chess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Anyone who beats 15 or hits 15 or higher on this um, will be able to work out that you don't track down where it's coming from, but this is not a rumor that popped up out of nowhere. This is a rumor that people are deliberate, has been deliberately spread to the populace. Yeah. Uh, By whom, you don't know, but presumably people who would benefit from Iliosa being now disliked and ousted off the throne. Of which there are several candidates already. Yeah, but the the name that springs to my mind starts with A. Yeah, this doesn't crop up out of nowhere. Someone is deliberately pushing this agenda. Yeah. Whether or not they are just taking advantage of the situation, or whether they were more involved with Vendra, you have no method of knowing. Uh, As to Divago Bavasi... Uh, when you go hunting this up, he died yesterday. Yeah. Or today, rather. Yeah. Um, the Grey Maidens showed up to bring... The Grey Maidens showed up to Eel's End to bring him in um, as a person with Blood Veil. They were told, no, he didn't have Blood Veil, go away. They went away because there were a lot more of them than the two Grey Maidens and the Doctor who showed up to get him. They came back with a bunch more Grey Maidens and were more insistent. Then a fight started. Um, Three of Bavasi's lieutenants are dead, killed by the Grey Maidens, um, in an effort to stop them getting to him. They got to him. He very clearly had the blood veil, and his lieutenants very clearly didn't want people to know this. They took him to the hospital. They treated him. 
he died anyway. Ah, okay. Was so he wasn't much, taking the fake cure. He was in advanced. No, he was in advanced stages of the blood veil. Yeah, he was on yeah. on on day. He needed a cure disease. He or was on. He was... he was on what they what the doctors estimate to be day nine of seven. So oh, okay. Yeah. So it was amazing he was still alive. Yeah. yeah. Failed his last save. Obviously, I don't roll these. Yeah, yeah. Them, but failed his last save and he's dead. Yeah. 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 Um, when that occurred, when word of that got round, not so much that he was dead, but that Pavasi was on death's door and dying, and then taken him to the hospice, and his territory was up to, up for grabs. That's when the criminal syndicates started all backstabbing each other around Eel's end. Yep. <laughs> but fortuitously, no civilian lives have been lost in this because the guards, the Grey Maidens, and the Hell Knights were right there to crack down on it because by sheer luck or possibly really good planning the Seneschal had seen the need to increase numbers in that area oh, prior yeah. mm-hmm. okay. and had a bunch of people on training exercises and this that mm-hmm. and the other thing who were right there to successfully crack down on the violence so they've shut it down hard it, yep. took, yeah. it took a lot of people and it took them several hours taking them out of commission for the night but there's been no trouble coming out of Eel's End uh, Eel's End still physically exists Nobody's running it. It's functionally shut down. Yep. So one kingpin is dead. Three of his lieutenants are dead. Yep. How many does that leave? Two? Two. Yep. Uh, If you care specifically, um, the two that... I can give you the three that are dead, but I don't think you've ever actually met them. So the two that are still alive are Halvara, I believe, who is the mistress of the prostitutes, and Tuggins, who was the Withbing Gnome, who ran the end piece. So the the two that we met in. The gamblers are dead, and the... um, Drug trade. Yeah. He did do drugs. Just... um, There was a bar, wasn't there, one of them? He had a drug den. So the twin Vudrans that run the gambling hall yeah. are dead for throwing down the Grey Maidens. And um, Bezarati the, um, is the guy who ran the op- essentially opium den that was there. Yeah. Uh, the Dragon's Breath uh, is also dead. Uh, he, however, appeared to have suffered an accident that didn't resolve to Grey Maidens hacking him up. He seemed to have died about half a week earlier, and it just had never been reported. Oh, like ah, some right. other fellows took the opportunity to backstab him. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Vimpin fellow hated the, the King of Spiders because he got one of his students hooked. Yeah. yeah. And Helvara and Tuggins are both um, released on their own recognizance. They didn't stand in the way of the Great Maidens and made no effort to impede them, so they've yeah. done nothing wrong. Yeah. But they don't appear to be stepping into Devago's yeah. role and painting targets on their heads. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Holy think hell. that's about as good as we can get. Yep, hard yeah. to argue with. And them's the plot. Alright, so we did kind of help with that situation because there, there was actually more people there helping the situation out. Potentially, if only Hell Knights were there, it could have been a lot more messier. But since there was Grey Maidens as well, it got sorted out a lot cleaner, maybe? I think that's entirely possible. And um, we gave it we gave it a spin. Yeah. I mean, we didn't yeah. know how far gone he was. We just knew yeah, he was Yeah, he was real far gone. Yeah. 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 Flora was pretty sure he was real far gone and that... The only thing that would save him was a 
remove disease. Yeah, you know, she was not will it. If, if someone was going to hand her a remove scroll of remove disease and go and say go cure him, she'd do yeah. it. And the the general consensus of the city is pretty much well. Several people think this sucks. How are we going to get our drugs now? Gamble on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the the people in authority are like, well, sucks to be him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ultimately, no one cares that a crime mm-hmm. lord died of disease when there's lots more, you know, innocent people <laughs> dying of it. Yeah. Yeah. So people aren't losing sleep. Yeah. So it seems like of those outcomes, like the thing that we care most about is that Vidra got away. So I wonder if, like, we probably need to, you know, that da- that day we get these reports, that night Flora gets some sleep, but I wonder if the next morning we want to try an urban tracking to see if we can find Vedra. It probably won't work, but... That's certainly a possibility. Um, yeah. Keep in mind the guards don't exactly have a lot of urban trackers available to them. It's not a very common yeah. skill. I mean, if I was her, I would have left the city by now, but if she is still in town, we can see if we can find her. My guess is if she's in town, she's gone to the closed-off house. Yep, so give me a streetwise check, Flora. Nice. We should have kidnapped her. 24? That's actually enough to track this down. With the benefit Um, of hindsight, yes, but Garen's plan was perfect. Because you have no idea where in the city she could possibly be, you've got to sort of check everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find reports that she's passed through here, passed through here, passed through here, passed through here... And she has passed through the main gates and gone out of the city. So you can still theoretically, you know, she would be... In the Centrelands area? Yeah, somewhere out in the Centrelands. Nothing about her or her gear struck you in any way that she was equipped to go out into the wilderness, so more likely she's on the road heading to another city somewhere. Mm. But she has left Corvosa. She has left Corvosa with her four Bravos. Um... And unless you want to pursue her, they are effectively out of your reach at this point. No, I, I think that's... We've got to get fish to fry. Yeah. yeah. I, I We've solved that. And, and, you know, I'm not certain that, you know, I mean, obviously we want her to be punished, but do we want, now that the sentence but is tortured, do we want to drag yes, her the, back to yes. that? The sequence of events literally appears to consist of, you can, you can track this down for her, Brunskin's crew ran out after you. She just turned around and went straight back into the shop. Um, and... You'd guess, based on the sequence of time, almost immediately started packing up her things. Like, the moment that stuff was gone, she knew the jig was up. Yeah. Yeah. Because sooner or later, someone was going to twig. Yeah. So she packed up her supplies and books. So she had an emergency plan. In fact, based on that streetwise, I'll give you exactly the sequence of events. Not only that, but it looks like she was ready to go at a moment's notice... Like, sooner or later, she knew she was going to run out of either opportunity or fake cure. Or, very possibly, charges on her wand of removed disease, because there's only so long... Like, she, what she desperately doesn't want to do is actually contract blood veil, because yeah, she yeah. can't fix it. Yeah. Um, so she was prepared to go at a moment's notice, and basically proceeded to do so. Like, an hour after you'd um, run away from the shop she and her crew were heading out of the city as fast as they possibly could. Yeah. Oh, th- that was the other thing I wanted to ask. Um, uh-huh. The You said Rosh only stays in jail for a week or so. What about the other little shop assistant? Likewise? Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. Um, her story is entirely, you know, she worked at the shop, she'd worked at the shop for four or five years. Yeah. You know? mm. Like, she doesn't do the alchemy, she doesn't really understand how it works, she just smiles, looks pretty, sells people things, and tells rich girls that they smell lovely. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, during that week, he's in jail if they're allowing visitors. Mm-hmm. I, um, uh, Garrett has a quick word with Bronze, uh, suggesting, you know, the guard, the guard, with the guard, you get a uniform, good pay, free meals. Might be worth looking into. Bronsk never worked for God before. Job sort of uh, structured. Bronsk just want job. Bronsk work, get money. Uh, Bronsk not being God. Bronsk not know how. Bronsk know how fight, how kill, how track, how uh, how carry heavy thing, how smash. But Bronsk not being God. God not about kill and smash and look for things. Actually. Yeah, yeah actually. <laughs> because um, Z is sick. Um, how about Brunsk work at another alchemy shop? <laughs> stealing, the, stealing the gods. <laughs> Do you have enough money to pay him? <laughs> Brunsk P.I. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> That'd be perfect for him. Actually, what about Brunt's guard on Flora's um Flora's is, um uh little hospice thing that she's running? Yeah, that that's be a actually good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you can do that at least temporarily. That, that would get. Um, that but would then how does he get paid? Well, worst part of all is Brunt's lost job. Brunt's not so good at keeping down job. Reason not want to work for guard. Brunsk have jobs, but jobs always go wrong. Brunsk have job in city. Brunsk have many jobs in city, but sometimes boss turn out criminal. <laughs> sometimes God say boss is criminal. <laughs> I mean, sometimes Brunsk, Brunsk yeah. strike wrong person. Brunsk can work for the push and shop. See, we'll pay. <laughs> okay. That works pay him. How, much, how much does it take to pay him? Well, I think that the, the, the shop as an entity makes money yeah, yeah. and yeah, thus can pay. Yeah, sleep. I don't yeah. have to. I so, mean, it's a Z who's hiring me. So Brunsk work for another pretty lady alchemist, but Brunsk been burned before. <laughs> Brunsk told pretty lady alchemist dodgy, plan bad things, say this will fix, but does not fix. This is the most legitimately best potion shop in the city. So was other Brunsk, alchemist. <laughs> the other one was a fake. Brunsk think you definitely need guard. Brunsk know many thief break into alchemist shop. <laughs> city in chaos from plague. People try and steal cure. You sell antique plague? People try and steal antique plague. Yeah, antique plague. <laughs> anti-plague? <Yeah. laughs> antique plague. <laughs> Brunsk will guard shop. Brunsk will do good job. Brunsk stop people break in, steal antique plague, and hit pretty alchemist. Yes. Yay! 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 Honestly, I think these wondrous potions could use a guard. Yeah. I still love the idea of Brunsk PI. It would fit him so well. No, he's not an independent actor. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's like he's a supporting PC or something. Yeah. Brunsk frequent hiring in Lockhart campaign. <laughs> when body small, Brunsk show up with shield and axe. Nice. But Lockhart say, Brunsk run round Corvosa to heart content. Lockhart laugh. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I love Brunsk. 
I'm a big fan. Yeah, I enjoyed it in the original we'll podcast. <laughs> information that she found out about Bingo to the Bard. Yep, yep. And Grey Maiden. Yep. She's pretty much persona non fucking grata in Corvosa. Yeah. It's unlikely she's coming back in any other Yeah, yeah. The, um, she's a professional. She'll have, um, she moved on to greener pastures. She knew when to hold them and when to fold them. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so gonna have to put this NPC in another campaign. Yeah. <laughs> like somewhere else in the world, some other adventuring party is now going to run into somebody who looks like this, and I'll just use the same mini and call this something else. Yeah. Who's an alchemist who's selling miracle cures to gout or plague for yeah, she's, like she's gonna be our Yolinda. She's gonna be our Flim and Flab. <laughs> he's Flim and he's Flab. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Okay. But seriously, when to walk away and when to run. <laughs> Sweet. And um, off screen you also um, pass in reports as you were asked on the, the Shawante and what happened there and um, yeah. playing up and simultaneously playing down. Um, yeah, the Kawosa the, 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 the Qua totally helped out in yeah. a, you know, yeah. go, go Shawante way, not a let's focus on the fact that it was the Shawante who nearly burned down the city sort of way. Yeah. Like, they, they get private gratitude, but we don't make a big public fuss so that they don't well, get it's private not gonna, public It's not going to make public at all. That, that yeah. whole entire thing is not going to be public at all. It's just going to be, okay, so, like, this happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I would like the Corvosa Choir to get credit for saving the city, but, yeah, saving the city from the evil burning down Shantae part probably equals badness, for, <laughs> net badness for the Corvosa Choir. So... I haven't done another three-headed chimera for this because there's not a lot to report in there. That no, that's right. Know. Um, but this is now about week four to five-ish, depending on when you call the start of the plague. Um, and week four, a lot happened. Yeah, yeah. I have four. Four weeks ago was uh, Brianna being sick is the first point oh, I got in reference. Um, yeah, this is, a, this, is like a, a this is a this is a yes. Because the thing <sighs> is, we don't want it to go too long because then. It, it can't be like a year. This or is a time. No, no, no. I just, I just had the feeling that it felt like more than one month. Yeah, no. This, this, is, a, this is a time condensed adventure as opposed yeah. to the other one. Yeah. yeah, it's a closely packed adventure. Yeah, it just uh, feels like we had a lot more happening. So, um, at this point in the next three-headed chimera that comes out, the big headline is death toll doubles. Yeah. Um, the number of people in Corvosa has now hit around four hundred dead. That at this point there's so many that they're literally guessing as to the numbers mm-hmm. as opposed to taking specifics so that's about you know it, it's it's what people were expecting it puts the blood bale as the worst plague that has ever hit Corvosa yeah. people are crying out of you know when will our queen act when will this be cured blah 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 but that's just the situation yeah and you know Bavasi's death is reported prominently as are the events there and several other things that have happened uh, the Chimera reports that Lavender's Luxurious Liniments has been sold, has been shut down because it is said that the cure is fake and blah blah blah. They don't take an opinion one way or the other. Yeah, they're the, being neutral. Yeah, the goat takes the opinion that Queen Eliosa is lying, and the snake takes the opinion that scam artists will come out of the woodwork and that Venra was taking advantage of poor people, and now a bunch of people have died to line her pockets kind of thing. Yeah. But that's what we should expect of her and all the so-called healers in the city. Uh. And the lion says we should line up behind good Queen Eliosa and the city authorities who are doing their best. No, yeah. the lion does not say you should support Queen Eliosa. The lion says you should support those in the city who are doing their best I to see. protect Corvosa. Yeah. 
in a in a pro cool Vosa but nicely neutral stance. Not yeah. quite sure how it'll roll out. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to be aligned. Alright. And with that, we return to downtime and um, people making their checks to see how they've been going plague fighting in the background. Oh, yes, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, so Lucy in horrible disease mode. Yeah, so this, over the course of this week, you had uh, three days of downtime, performed the Passion of St. Elica. Repel the Shuante invasion, <laughs> solve their fake cure. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we've been pretty busy. busy. <laughs> yep. Fortunately, St. Helica's birthday is the 31st of this month. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so, Flora, mm-hmm. you was healing people. Give me a heal roll. 22. Thank you. She's been very, very specifically healing. Because she wasn't part of the play, so... Garen, you are, um... Sorting now. Now your efforts are beginning to actually show fruit. External potions and cures, and well, not cures. You know what I mean. Yeah. Treatments and assistance and that sort of thing is actually starting to flow in from outer cities and from Budra and Chaliax and a few other places. Knowledge civilization. Twelve. Yep. Jack. Yeah. What job does? And yeah. Um. That is a six on the streetwise. Jack is very busy with the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the you'd play get, and the burglary and the other You'd get out and, and do more burglary. if you weren't already doing so much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Silver? Okay, so I'm doing the, the performance-y type thing. Perform. Unless you want to do the intimidate this week to keep people off heal- keep people from beating up healers for... A- yeah, actually, I might do the intimidate instead, because um, this week's been a bit of a chaotic week, so maybe I haven't had enough time to organize yeah, stuff. Yeah. And people are upset at healers this week. Flora, yeah. you have people who are simultaneously angry at you that you are not going to sell them this miracle special Yeah, no, I sit there and explain to them yeah. why it's fake. And yeah. then you also have people who are angry at you because they think you are the sort of healer who will be selling them a miracle cure, because that's clearly what all the healers do, you know, a yep. fake one. So I'm playing Bouncer this week, yep. I think. Yep. Um, 10 with 15, I believe. Yeah, 25. Yep. Nice. And Lucy, you are selling your anti-plague. And you have a guard. And towards the end end of the week, (laughs) you have a guard. Actually, that'll be next week that you get the guard, because Brooks Uh, is in jail this week. Lucy, can you give me an intimidate check as well? Intimidate. Yeah. That's my intimidate. Charisma. Yeah. Do your charisma. If you don't have any skill in it, yeah. Oh, whoops. Okay. That's not too bad. Okay. So, two separate people turn up to rob you. Oh. This is not exactly a highly skilled robbery. You're talking sad, desperate people with rusty crossbows oh. who basically accost you wanting whatever miracle cures or plagues or things you have, whatever, and you tell them, you know, piss off, we don't have anything like that. Yeah. They threaten you a bit, but they're kind of, it's, it's clearly two, two separate desperate guys who are running on the hope that if they jam a crossbow in your face you'll disgorge whatever miracle cure you're yeah, keeping yeah. behind the counter yeah. you chase them off with, with words yeah. alone yeah. And, a bit yeah. of, and, a, and a bit of prestigitated colour and lightning no yeah. problem I was opposed to Leosa having her own guard force because balance of power in the city and stuff but people do so much plotting against her I'm starting to be glad she's got them <laughs> I'm glad that I have Brunsk because like yeah. people coming yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're realizing like, yeah, that was a real good idea. How soon can we get him out of jail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I pay his bail? <laughs> in fact. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you, you tell Sabrina this, 
Mm-hmm. Bronsky's out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> And have no compunctions about <laughs> it. Lucy's <laughs> flexing her Sabrina powers. Yeah, and somewhere, Crescidia Croft is like. In our defense, they already kind of hated each other a lot. <laughs> and we're not helping them. I love it. Yeah, but they're, they're really. They're, there's a lot of hate there already. <laughs> He's going to be the best bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, I love prawns. <laughs> you really need to start putting out for Sabrina all the stuff she's doing for you. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> might want to date her first. <laughs> they've had one coffee date. Yeah, well, they've well, they No, they've, they've explicitly had several in the background yeah. as well. Yeah. They've had but one coffee date they aren't But, but it's definitely, you know, you're not dating, you're two friends who see each other, you know, kind of yeah. thing, and it could be more, but, but Sabrina's obviously real nervous about it for reasons that you very yeah. well know. Yeah. I know, huh? And Lucy's probably not super eager to dive into relationships again after the last relationship Actually, she Lucy had. is. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just yeah. not with a man, but, like, with uh, Sabrina is yeah. totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's one of those things where Sabrina would be really good at beating the shit out of you if she was so inclined. But um, you just know it's not going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Not that beating the shit out of Silver was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then that was I would be upset about that if I knew, but as I don't know, it's not yeah. really a thing. Yeah. So then, folks, I saw this not going to tell anyone about that. We're back on downtime. Yay! Um. I have a couple of things in my list. Uh, this will end with this will end with a couple of plot hooks. It will end with you seeing Iliosa for a scene that isn't directly related to plot hooks. Um, and then on my list of uh, player-facing things, I have Jack was looking to research. Excuse me, Saint Elica's journals. Yes. Um, Silver. And Garen will now be given access to the archives if they also want to go and do their finishing their research and things there. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Um, and um, the although we can span those out across the next two downtimes, if you don't want to do three info dumps for research all in the same go, I'm probably fine. Okay. Is there anything else that anyone wants to add to my downtime list? Downtime. I want to talk to Jack. And then I want to talk to Sabrina. Oh, Johnny! Very similar. That's to me. It's about the purple Excellent. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone else? I should probably talk to Nakoda, but I can do that at the end. Garen's just going to do his usual thing, work yep. on the armor. Yep. Oh, so you're not going to do a vigil with me? <laughs> was that, that, that was actually, you did kind of say you would. Possibly before you do his research for him. <laughs> yeah, you guys get, yeah. Vigil, 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 vigil. He's going to do, vig, do the vigil, but he's not going to force... Um, uh, silver into it because you, that ruins the point of a vigil. Oh exactly. It's probably because he's a man. Oh, 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you voluntarily agree to the vigil and then you found out what the vigil was actually yep. like? This is probably not... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trap. Yeah, I think you, you, you walked into that with not knowing what I you were getting into. I thought that was sitting down for like maybe ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pray quietly. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right about the sitting down quietly part, but that was ten about minutes. it. <laughs> Okay, so... Uh, but, you know, we could fast forward part of that if you actually want to play out in a big scene, but I do think it's worth at least playing it out a little. Yeah, so yeah. What, we've probably got one of those in us tonight, and then those there. Yep. So what we want to do... Do you want a scene betwixt characters, or do you want a info dump? I'd say the info dump gives us time to think about what we're saying character. Okay. Yep. Okay, so... What would you like first? Researchers or um Researchers from Alka's journals. Oh. I think Alka's journals. Yeah, Alka's yeah. journals. Yeah. Alka's journals. I have been waiting a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack, you go to see Mrs. McCree, the librarian yeah, at the Jigara University. With my she, pass. Yeah, and she looks at you again and she says, I'm afraid I'm afraid, hon, that uh, we can't allow just anyone in here, you see. Oh my! Oh, oh, Mr. Orsini! Oh, he's a very fine man. How <laughs> <laughs> old? Oh, well, this way. If, if he thinks, uh, if if he thinks that you won't leave grubby little fingerprints all over the books, then I suppose that's all right. You understand? You can't take them out of here. Yeah. They'll be watching and patting you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it, lady. <laughs> and she takes you down into the archives that are basically um. They are literally a string of big locked cages full of books. You know, this is probably not mega secure, Jack, but it is actually reasonably secure. There are no guards inside the archives, but there are guards outside of them. Um, literally, Corvos and guards who are still on this duty, albeit probably less of them than they usually are. Yeah. Uh, and when you go down, you will need to take several hours doing this to find the information you're looking for and that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. I, I, I put aside the whole day for yeah. just this. You have the unlock codes. Yeah. You um, do not need to make library use roles or knowledge civilization, whatever the equivalent, because you are looking for a specific source. You find them. These are a yeah, series of a series of old battered journals that you are told to handle very carefully and Mrs. McCree will actually show you, you know, wear gloves, touch them with the tweezers like this, etc, etc. She's not going to hover over your... She's not going to stand over your shoulder (laughs) and read them with you. She's going to hover in the back of the room while you read them. However, Jack does actually have some experience in handling rare books. Not, you know, super amounts, but... um, you know, she she is both an avid reader and a part-time scholar. Yep. Okay, so for general background information, which Helen probably already knows, but um, for our myriad listeners who have forgotten because it was 30 episodes ago, uh, St. Elica was born in 4408. That's around, give or take, 300 years ago now. Uh, in fact, it is now 4720, so 312 years ago. She was the first child ever born in Fort Corvosa. Uh, her parents were Parisian travellers who had a very rocky labour with her and then decided to remain in Fort Corvosa uh, in order to keep their newborn child safe from the dangerous Chauante raids that were happening at the time. Uh, she died aged 21 and 44-29 in the Great Fire of Corvosa, 
was posthumously granted sainthood, the only Varesian to ever be recognised as such by the Chalaxian Empire. Uh, and while the Varesians were arguing about whether or not to do this, Ayamidi herself manifested at her canonization and demanded it. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> at which point they did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when it's actual word of God, you, you do it. Because wow. Asmodeus holds a great deal of sway in Chelyax, but so oddly does Ayamidi as the resisting force to Asmodeus <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and the. I can just imagine her manifesting in God. You are canonizing her. This is not up for discussion. Wait, so at the when they were deciding whether or not to canonize her in the Chelly, in the Chelly, to make her a Chelly Wow. Yeah. That's supposedly what happened, and there appears to be enough historical evidence to actually support it. Awesome. That's cool. It is. So what you find here are these old battered private journals that are. Okay, so these are the private journals of Elica Epicana, better known as Saint Elica or Elica the Martyr. Several of the journal pages have been um, very badly burnt by fire. Uh, There are a series of several journals here. In some cases, entire books are missing. In some cases, entries are missing altogether. So it's not complete information, but it's the best you have. And on the very first one, you find... These things have all been placed together. They start in a very young hand, although at the front of the very first one is something written in an adult hand that is clearly hers and matches the later books. The very first thing that is written in the foreword is, My name is Elica Epicana. I am a harrow reader from Fort Corvosa. I am 21 years old. By the time you read this, I will also be dead. This is not my story. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Yikes. And then you begin reading through what are hundreds of pages of random journal. Uh, They start with her at age eight. Uh, As I say, several pages and entire books are lost. Uh, The first few years of entries are pretty sporadic, undated, and really whimsical, because she's just writing as a child. Uh, She talks about a great deal of heroic adventures she's had that appear to be made up entirely, uh, including slaying the great red dragon of Corvosa with a crossbow and riding harrow car- riding on giant harrow cards in the wind. Okay. Nice. It paints a picture of a pretty happy, loved, well-adjusted child. Um, and imaginative. And at age 13, she comes into her powers as a seer of charisma, and her entries become a lot more grown up very rapidly. Yeah. And then we have a bunch of different entries here that I will read. I saw him for the first time today, and I saw him die. Whale and Endrin came to address the crowd on how to deal with the spreading sicknesses, unveiling his new plan for the city sewers. Mother and father were there to make coin with their harrow readings. I was there to help, but... Fire is catching! I saw him burning, as real as the crowd, real as the sun above, and I watched him die three times before he finished his speech. Yikes. Next entry. The visions are a blessing, says Father Delmont. When the call comes, you must answer, he says. The priests of Phrasma can teach me to control them, use her power for the greater good of the city. Next entry. There's lots more of these, but obviously you're only getting the relevant that GM is only prepared to write so much. Yeah. <laughs> Justice for those as can afford it, my mother calls crossed out, called it. I heard only the faint wickering of faint hooves that morning, nothing more. Their time came unexpectedly, at the hands of that drunken fool, the Marshal Nelios, losing control of his cart. If it's no one's fault, then why must my parents pay for it and not him? 
Next entry. Gifted, they call me. Those who come to me with their problems. Seer, seeker, solver, they say. I am what I am because of the gifts I have been given and how I have chosen to use them. While few Chalish nobles would be seen talking to a harrower directly, I have been invited to a great many private dinners to read. Being part famous, even in quiet circles, is uncomfortable. But the favours are of dear value. My orphanage, my new home, is loud with children. Hmm. This is her older, you know, 18 or so probably at that point. Well, when she was already running an orphanage. That's pretty hardcore. Next entry. The people of Corvosa have a new defender, it would seem. I saw her before she arrived, of course. Blackjack. What's behind the mask, I cannot say, but I see other faces, many of them. What does it mean? For me, for now, it means Lamarche Ornelios was brought to justice, and those like him will be. Justice in Corvosa has a new face, what I hope Phoresma will smile on. That's the history of Blackjack. Next entry. Fire is catching! I know, I feel, and I fear what will happen if I answer the call. The visions are clear to me. The heat, the smoke, the flame, then the darkness... If I go out to face the fire that will be, I will die. But if I do not, my city will burn around me and everything will die. The choice is impossibly hard, and yet so simple and so clear. Praise all the gods that Endrin listened to me. Would it have made it easier, or harder for them to fight, if I had told him he and his wife Kyria would die, but their children would live? I can only do what I feel is right. Next entry. It took every favour I had, every friend I have ever made, to unite the forces I need. They said the Shuante had not the strength to fire the city, but they do not count on the hidden strength of the flame I see burning. The great fire will be our greatest threat. If I succeed, the Chalish navyman Endrin has summoned must come soon behind our sacrifice, or the Shuante will finish what is left of my city. Last entry reads, I must lay aside all illusion now. I know what comes for my future, but not for my cities. I pray to my lady that the river of fate will bring someone else to carry on where I have left off. When the call comes again, someone will answer. They must. This is the great fire. This is the first great fire that will threaten Corvosa. It will not be the last. And the very last entry in it is written in a completely different hand. It says, "I will answer." Mm-hmm. And can you give me a linguistics check? Oh yes. Yeah, I'm glad I rolled that. Twenty-three. Yeah, this is obviously not Alika's hand. It is you. You would guess based on the strength of the indentation and that sort of thing. It's a male hand, a fairly young one. You'd guess a, a teenager to sort of twenties style of thing. And this is old and faded, like Alika's journals. This is pushing three hundred years old as well. This is whoever found the journals after her wrote this. Yeah. And that is the last message mm-hmm. in it. Huh. So they are obviously no one that you would um, immediately yeah, yeah. know. And there's nothing more, it just says, I will answer? I will answer. Huh. In fact... Yep, you, you do hit that linguistics check. It reads, I will answer. And then there are a couple of these this hand again shows up in a couple of points in the journal it's very hard to work out because it's just a little underlining but he's underlined some of the passages about blackjack blackjack, mask, etc etc several words are underlined in asterisks and that sort of thing so do I think maybe blackjack is the one who found this journal (laughs) 
between the lines. <laughs> but but blackjack was in existence before the uh, yeah. before and, conce- and conceivably could have. Uh, I will take an intelligence check on that, but it's a really hard conclusion. Oh. Damn, you're rolling good. About um, time. That's so forty. Uh, sorry, 30. 30, 34? Yep. Yeah, thirty-four. Yeah, thirty-four. Not going to hit it by one. Oh, oh. you have to roll use a twenty. A, you could use a card to boost it by one. one. I am really tempted just to find out what's going on here. Roll me a d six. One will get you the information you're looking for. Six will get you slightly more. One is um, brings I, you to your difficulty thirty-five intelligence check. Um, you read through this, Jack, and you go, huh. Oh, fascinating, you know, what could it all mean is the second hand blackjack but blackjack is already in the city you go back and you reread because I imagine you're not just going to walk away from this ocean, you reread the journal several times Uh, Elika writes about um, so, this is I've only written a bit of this but it's open reference in the journal, her parents were run over by a drunken idiot in a cart, one of the nobles Yeah. Um, justice for those who can afford it my mother called it um, then Blackjack showed up um, and brought the guy to justice on a completely separate crime because yeah. he was released for, you know, fined more, minor amounts for running over yeah. some Parisians. Yeah. Because the racism used to be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot better after Alec's martyr is dead. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, that was lucky for her that Blackjack showed up and brought her parents' murderer to justice. Wait. The people of Corvosa have a new defender, it would seem. I saw her before she arrived, of course. Blackjack. What's behind the mask, I cannot say. Justice in Corvosa has a new face, one I hope Phorasmin will smile upon. Wait. You've seen a statue of Elica with a rapier. Not a popular depiction at all, but you have seen one. Wait. But... She writes like she knows who Blackjack is between the lines. Like she really, really knows who Blackjack is. Have Have you? Oh, I'll give you this information sooner or later. I'm just waiting to see if the player has clicked. Yeah. Is Blackjack Alica? No. Um. No, I I I wonder if it's an Endrin. Yeah, Alica. Yeah. I think Alica is Blackjack. Alica is. Alica bl- was was Blackjack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She clearly isn't Blackjack now. She died. Yeah. History actively records that you have spoken to yeah. her ghostly herald. You know she is dead. She's not Blackjack anymore. But, but she, she was. When Black- the call comes yeah. again, someone else will answer. They must. Oh. Yeah. And someone answered. Yeah. Someone else became Blackjack. Someone else became Blackjack. But Elika was, so was, was, was the first. Elika was the first Blackjack. Jack. Yeah. Oh wow. And that is the information contained within the secret journals of Saint Elica. <laughs> that was worth a bait point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whew, that's pretty heavy. So that, that theory is true that um that it's inherited or something. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like because they because the next hand was advanced. Yeah. Yeah. And God knows how many it had been since then. Yeah. I mean, people have passed out the mask. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, I will pass this information on to the party. Or, yeah, or uh, 
so cool. Well, that's the that's thing. That's pretty crazy. It just goes to show how awesome Blackjack is. And I'll just jump ahead slightly to um, one of the bits of information that these guys will turn up on their research because Blackjack's on that list, and now the DC go the role that's previously been established goes up because he's got yeah. access to the archives. Which brings you to the next bit on Blackjack, which I haven't got my Blackjack stuff in front of me, but I remember said vaguely something in the neighbourhood of um, you will find a bunch of evidence to suggest that over the years Blackjack has demonstrated a bunch of different abilities and fighting styles and that sort of thing, some of which he or she has used for a while and then just hasn't. You know, mm-hmm. at points Blackjack has been seen throwing a fireball and then has never thrown one again. Which lends a lot of credence to the theory that Blackjack is a bunch of different people over the years. And now you know who the first one was. Mm-hmm. Or at least the first one for... No, the first no, one. This is the first one. Because yeah. Alica, Alica created me. Blackjack. Ah. Alica is the, was the first Blackjack. But then the legacy <laughs> lived on past her. Yes. Red Pirate Robert stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And obviously, obviously, there's there's magic associated with it. With all the descriptors of blackjack is totally a female gnome. No, yeah. blackjack mm-hmm. is totally a male dwarf, etc., etc. I wonder if um, whoever this I will answer person is found the mask and things when he was going through Elka's stuff. I'm beginning to wonder if the mask itself is a minor artifact. Could, could very well be. Yeah, yeah doesn't that have be. to be a minor. Could be a major. No, major. Uh, we change nations. Major um, artifacts aren't thick on the ground. Yeah, yeah. they're big, big. Ma- major yeah. is like uh, the rig in Lord of the Rings. That's mm. a major artifact. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Carver was a, ma- a minor artifact, wasn't it? No, no, no it was Carver was a, was a creature pretending, oh, yeah. pretending to be a minor artifact. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. Like, major artifact is like Excalibur sort of leg. Yeah. You will doubtlessly find an artifact at some point in this campaign. Because it's always one in a Pathfinder adventure yeah. path. There's always several in a Pathfinder yeah. adventure path. Which makes yeah. it really easy to fake the players that they keep the Yes, well done. It's either, a, it's either an art, since it's done by Pathfinder, it's either an artifact or a creature from the Dark Abyss. <laughs> anyway, yeah. very cool, sweetheart. Could I have a, a razor from someone? I just want to oh, rub off my hair point. That was well worth it. I'm so, glad to know that Elka was the first Blackjack. I would suggest we leave it there. You have yep. discovered yep. the secret of Blackjack and who he, uh, she, was. Yes. What could this mean for Corvosa? Can the blood veil be stopped? What will the next plot hook be when it comes after several more sessions of downtime? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there aren't all that many things queued up. No, yeah, but my experience is by the time we get to next week, there'll be more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next minute. Gosh, if it is a bad one. I found Priscilla Croft's journal. Hey, where was, was it? it in your character sheet all along? It was in my character sheet all along. Oh, that's that's something that I want to talk to Zach about. Yeah. So yeah, if it, it's a minor artifact, that would explain why it has such um, crazy illusion magic. Mm-hmm. However, what I would like now is a spare um, envelope to put Presidia Croft's journal and Alica's journal in. I'm just scared to think. There is a finite amount one character sheet can hold. It must be nice to watch things. <laughs> it's even nicer to have them. Yeah. And if, um, 
if um, Lucy E, not even dating Sabrina, can get all this stuff. <laughs> it seems like I wouldn't be able to get beyond plastic sheets now and then. She'll become the power behind the power behind the throne. <laughs> nice. That is dangerous. <laughs> Because yeah, Sabrina is Sabrina is totally going to be you know well equipped to politically manipulate Quidio. <laughs> that can only end well. And we want if there's one thing we know about Sabrina, it's that she's really in control and a master of politics <laughs> and all this kind of thing. Can I have the character sheet? Yeah. Oh, that was good. I was going to do something about it. He just wanted to see what I was going to do with the information. What did you do? You broke into a shop. (laughs) What I do, I see see the green green maidens. Jack is very proud of Gara. (laughs) Yeah, Karen. How glory. I mean, totally. Garen's going to be like, very embarrassed the next time he talks to Sarah, right? I don't think either Garen or Flora think of that so much as robbery. No. Of, uh, as, as robbery so much as... um. Getting dangerous Little. goods off the street. Yeah. 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 This, was, this wasn't a robbery, this was a raid. Yeah. With that, we move to page 26 of the adventure. <laughs> How many pages are there? Uh, 57. So we're uh, about halfway through. You're just about halfway through. Nice. Well, it doesn't seem unreasonable. If you remind me, um, in fact, I'll write it on my downtime list, you are actually due money for this. Yay! Yes. We get money? Yes. Yeah, Ashani. Ashani is oh. paying a bounty on it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I was like, we need to tell Ashani these things. Yeah. Because so I was like, money. everyone's going to want the money. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty easily done. I just um, need to remember yeah. to actually do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, on top of that, um, I will doogie the loop and go into listening and we can have some money in the party fund uh, and I'll go into listening. Well, you'll also be getting more from that, which I will probably give you now, even though you wouldn't receive it for uh, a couple of months at least, kind of thing. Because um, if she's going to be convicted convicted in absentia. The city is going to seize her property. Oh, They're sweet. going to chop up oh. her valuables, and yep. she's obviously committing a crime. Yeah, and yeah. You know, yeah. she's, she's left yeah. her shop and all her perfume and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, they actually find her. No, no, they don't find her. Yeah, no, 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 no. her stuff is. Good. They con- conviction in absentia means even though she's not here. They run. Oh, the sorry. Ev- I thought there was this township called Absentia. No, no. <laughs> they, they run the evidence. They take it to a. They take it to a judge, and the judge says, "Yeah, I agree. She's guilty. Therefore, obviously, we can't execute or arrest her or whatever because she's not here. But I deem the city can now seize her property and use it for the common good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at which point, you're due the essentially citizens informant bounty on it as well. Nice. Where basically, you get a yeah, you get a, a percentage of her stuff. Yeah. Score. Yeah, all the stuff is good. And the nice thing is, the rest will go to the city's coffers to, you know, fund things that the city needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's emptied the safe and run off with money, but she's had to abandon behind all her expensive alchemy gear and perfume the actual shop itself. And all the furniture, expensive second-hand furniture she's got. And Ziva Foxlove, who owns the green market, is super pissed and will be super angry if she realizes you guys did it, but she doesn't know that. So. <laughs> yeah. And do you know how much money you cost me, darling? Oh, so one Chrysidia. But think how much we saved your reputation. 
Chrysia yeah. Croft is many things, but she's not an idiot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure Chrysia is going to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing she's going to find out about all the messages going to the dwarf squads that day. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Like, if she and she probably would read to the Well, among other things, she is literally a detective. You know, yeah. Her job yeah. is the captain of the guard. She solves crimes for a living. And she can very easily lay her hands on the fact that you guys reported this into Iliosa. And in a completely unrelated incident, Brunsk reported a gnome, a guy, and a woman yeah. vaguely matching your descriptions broke into the shop. I mean, and then all she needs to do is talk to Garen. Yeah, she's almost <laughs> certainly not going to make a big deal out of it, because yeah. chasing you around to arrest you for petty theft in the middle of all this is kind of And also the fact that we're doing stupid. it to, to yeah, stop yeah. the city yeah. from dying. Yeah, but... Uh, we still broke the law to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and based on your read of Presidia Croft, breaking the law for a good reason is not a good reason to break the law. Yeah. <laughs> the law is the law is the law. She's lawful stupid. She's not lawful stupid, she's lawful stubborn. She's lawful hates Sabrina. <laughs> and you're the girlfriend of Sabrina now, so she's going to hate hate you. <laughs> I hate her at first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to wind up, even though I kind of feel mad at Christina, I'm going to wind up being on her own side just because of the general aggro against her is so strong. Yeah. Oh, I just stand with Crosby on her before as well. Yeah, yeah, because so you're standing 10 feet away from the zone. She told you, but none of the stuff that happened to your dad was her fault. No, it wasn't her fault, but it's like it, it was because of the incompetence of the whole. Cards and yeah, she blames the guard. Crusidia is the guard. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that, but wouldn't the more logical thing to do just be blame the Hellites who, you know, would you really yeah, 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 responsible for I mean, murdering Yeah, Lucy she blames them both. too. Yeah. So, like, she just yeah, yeah, blames... Yeah, but, you know, I'm just saying, the guards yeah. were a bit incompetent. The Hellites yeah. actively organised his murder. Oh, yeah. That's a bit of a different... No, no, the guards were not incompetent. They were actively corrupt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Crusidia openly calls out in her journal that Field Marshal Corshank, I think was his name, yeah. was literally taking bribes to sweep the whole thing under the uh, yeah. You know, he, he didn't personally murder anyone. He didn't order his guards to murder anyone. He just went... There's no crime here, la la, accidental suicide, rah yeah. rah rah. My what find your rustic architecture. Very much so. Isn't this a big pile and of money? And Priscilla looked at it and went, what the shit is this? Yeah, you know, you're gone, you're gone, like, you're gone, you're gone. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> fucked and I, I believe that Gadron Lamb did this, but I can't prove it. And because yeah. I'm lawful, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for that, she's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like poor Lucy anyway. She's yeah, not being yeah. a reasonable person. Yeah. She, she takes a lot of crotches and then she doesn't... Yeah, I, I relate to Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Is Lucy going to tell me when I'm allowed to talk to her? Oh, eventually. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's unreasonable to have at least one downtime just no. to let the whole thing... I know, Silver, I know. you're supposed to figure it out on your own, using your wisdom. <laughs> I'm done for. Because oh, remember, if she's mad at you then it's your fault and she's not going to tell you why she's mad at you or when she's stopped being mad at you. As the man, it's your job to figure all this shit out in the day. Yeah, just one day turn up. Okay, am I forgiven? Lots of expensive stuff.